Hey guys, welcome in. Is anniversary spelled wrong? <laughs> uh, I think it is. Wait a minute, not behind me it isn't. No, but it's on like the thumbnail at no the way. beginning. No way. I think it is. Is there two N's? I think there, there, it's just instead of the I, somebody has an E. A-N-N-E. Mm-hmm. On the thumbnail. I am not responsible for any of this today. No. Yeah, can you check, Joe, and see what it is? Oh, I love yeah, it. I think, okay. it's, I think it's freaking hilarious if it is that way. Right. It really is. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, I love you, dude. Oh, that's spelled right? Yeah, it looked right. Okay, good. good. But then again, as we educate everybody and we get educated by you, there's no such thing as a one-year anniversary. Did everybody know that? Yeah, it's I a one-year celebration. An anniversary means it's happened. It's a two-year. That makes sense. A two-year. One sense. of those little things that I did learn doing the news. Got there it. is no such thing. And you don't completely destroy anything. You either destroy it or you don't. Correct. <laughs> There's a couple. Of, there was like 10 of those uh, that you do. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Cancel this. Cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust. I could use a shot of tequila this morning. Uh, Lizzie Sparks is here. Projo in the house. We've got a full house. Eric Johnson will be rolling in shortly. Kelly Mano in the nine o'clock hour. Patrick Willette joining us from the East Coast to talk about what has happened in Minneapolis, the takeover that's happened in Minneapolis. And if you don't think it's going on in other parts of the country, think again. We are going to celebrate our one year celebration anniversary at about 8:40. Just kind of taking a look back because it's all about you guys. You have helped put us in the spot. We continue to move forward. What a hell of a year it's been. I was looking back at the tape yesterday from our first show, and I was like, and there was a point, Lizzie, where I actually said, and I have a, I'm confessing right now, what a dumbass I was. What a dumbass. Yeah, See, I make a lot of mistakes, but if you make mistakes, just apologize. Yeah. Apologize and just move on. Be the best person that you can be in whatever mm -hmm. it is in life. Mm -hmm. I actually said the quote, I'm living my best life. You had no idea what was coming, did you? <laughs> What the F was I talking about? <laughs> I didn't even know it was coming. Holy shit. So you want to start a business? <laughs> yeah. Podcasting. Yeah, that's it. With not a ton of money. <laughs> oh. But we are so grateful for the advertisers, the sponsors. We'll talk about that. You, the people who come every day, uh, the podcast viewers, the podcast listeners, those of you who have uh, made donations to us. Uh, big and small, those of you who have bought merchandise, those of you who keep us posted with stories, those of you who give us ideas for interviews. It's all about you, and we'll talk a little bit about that coming up in the show. But we are grateful. Um, I love this when we have a free-for-all Friday. By the way, Kelly Mano, 9 o'clock hour, as she is moving through her single life now, the comedian, social media influencer, mm -hmm. um, she's really like finding that men are disgusting, like more and more all the time. You don't say. Yeah. The pics that come to her, the ideas that come oh, to God. her, the things that guys have caught, caught, so to speak, in oh, the dating world. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like. Uh, and I don't think it's just her age either. I have a, my middle child is 23 and she's like, mom, don't expect me to get married anytime soon because you have very high standards on who my spouses will be. And these 23 year old guys out in this world are disgusting. Joe, 
There's I nothing like a 50-year-old guy and a dad bod. There you go, buddy. I'm telling you. I'm just as disgusting <laughs> as the rest of them. <laughs> of course, I'm not going to send pics. Like, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. I love this show. Oh. Hey, I'm just saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. Absolutely. There's always a chance. <laughs> there's a big <laughs> chance for you. Um, anyway, uh, we've got that coming up on the show. Eric will be in. Kelly wants to give advice to those who are out there dating and also advice to those who are in marriages and relationships in regards to how to do the right thing. Well, you want to keep a good marriage. You want to keep the things hot. She's got advice for you on that. Of course, she's the only person I've ever known that literally goes out with her ex still. Yeah, that is so And they so go on functions together. Yeah. I can kind of relate to that because I've been married for 35 years and dated him six and a half years beforehand that even if we did get a divorce, um, and we're not, but I, <laughs> and we're not, just putting that out there. But if we did, it would be like I'd still want to call him on the phone and ask him something because he would know our inside jokes and stuff. So I think that would be really hard because some people break up amicably and then you still want to talk to them. Yes, we will talk about that, too, because once you give your heart to somebody, yeah, I don't care how pissed you are, how mm -hmm. angry, what has happened. It's difficult to walk away because those are feelings or the relationship was a sham from the get go Correct. and then it was a waste of time. Yeah. Um, those things can happen. Um, I love this. I, I can't remember <laughs> Aaron Bland. Aaron Bland um, would drink the bathwater of Ron DeSantis if given the chance. Oh, I think so. It could be dirty and grimy if you drink it. <laughs> he says, quote, hello, 911. I'd like to report a murder. Ron DeSantis <laughs> just killed Gavin Newsom. And he did. In the he did. He did. And buddy, it was all planned for Ron. Uh huh. This was all planned for Ron. For, yeah, because because Ron and Nikki are Fox's babies for sure. So and but you know what I was surprised about that with Gavin Newsom, I still expected him to be a little bit better than that. He was not good at all. He actually kind of looked like a buffoon. I think he did it on purpose. You think so? It was all planned. Okay, I I, I don't we doubt that. We have got to find a way to prop up. Yes, I don't doubt that. Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. No pun intended with the four-inch boots. I mean, I right, promise you. Right, Nothing exactly. from that standpoint. There you go. Okay, so that happened. Uh, it, it just because we got some quick headlines, it was. it's become a national story. The sick, I mean, this sick F in St. Charles County. Oh, my gosh. Who him and his friends were holding a 20-year-old young man hostage, forcing him to do IT work, came in from India. Yep. Uh, no food, beaten in every kind of way, mm -hmm. abused in every kind of way, uh, living on an unfinished floor in the basement yes. with no access to a bathroom or food. Thank God St. Charles County found out mm -hmm. about this. Yes. And Prosecutor McCullough. Um, thank you for your work there, Prosecutor McCullough, for Amen. getting that job well done. Making... And the other thing is to make sure that there's there's press conferences to make yes. sure that people understand what's going on. Well, and they it could happen this anywhere. Kid over here and promised him an education in Rala at, at Missouri S and T, and that's of course not what he got. I think he got an online class at the community college. No offense to that, but I cannot even believe the sickness. And I immediately went to when we talked about this earlier, and you guys had um, Joe on Joe Brazel yesterday. This is why the symbolism of that red resolution was so important those three that did not vote for this and i'm not saying these three are illegal i like mike i talked to him after I, I, and i said i, I, I respect like him too. even though i disagree with his decision correct i like mike i do but he's wrong here i mean he's absolutely wrong even if it's symbolic 
we want St. Charles County to be, you know, the bastion of freedom and not have people come over here illegally. That's 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 just wrong. That's wrong. Aaron's shouting back at me and I love this. Let me get back to it. I think it was pretty funny what he said. Um, because I said that Aaron would drink the bathwater <laughs> of Ron DeSantis because he loves it. He's like, nice projection on the bathwater comment, Vic. Has Mar-a-Lago toilet water that Trump tweeted over hit the cancel this merch store yet? No, I really, it, it hasn't, but I would go to Mar-a-Lago. I wouldn't drink out of its toilet hey, or anything. But. Hey, Aaron, let me let you in on a little secret. That's holy water, baby. Yeah. Woo. If there's water, water in the Trump Mar-a-Lago uh-huh. compound, it's holy water. You, amen. <laughs> Can I get an amen on that? Uh, this is uh, December 1st. Um, a very merry uh, one-year celebration show. I wanted to remind everybody while we're talking a little bit of right now before we get to our guest, uh, Patrick Ouellette, who I absolutely uh, love, love his education, love intelligent people. Um, he, uh, well, first of all, the, the anniversary slash celebration party is Thursday night, 7 p.m. We'll be pushing that out. If you can give us a head count, it would certainly help us, and it helps Winties. They're great people over there. Uh, they take care of us. Just good people. Ben and Marla take care of us. So if you can let us know how many people, if you can jump on the link, I know we'll be posting that link for you either in the chat and or in our Facebook information as well. Okay, so we're going to get into this at about 840 when it comes to a look back in the year because it's been a wild, crazy, crazy. ass fun mm-hmm. uh, learning about, um, I will not say I was living my best life. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know what you were getting. I was like, thank God I'm out of local news. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. This ain't easy. And I thought you made it look like it was easy because at that one year, I was behind the scenes and saw what was going on. Never and- let them see a sweat. Yeah, no. There Until was- you have to just let them see a sweat. There was some sweating going on. <laughs> uh, Joe, could you bring my towel in, man? I'm sweating. He's sweating now. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we appreciate it. Let's bring in our friend, Patrick Ouellette. He was a part of the year this year. Patrick Ouellette, the last time we talked to you, my friend, you were telling us who killed JFK, and you backed it up with a lot of evidence because that's what you do. You spend time in your office. Oh, look at you. You got a big old mic too, man. I like your big mic. He's got a big old mic. Patch. (laughs) It's good to see you guys. Congratulations on the one-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. to be part of it. Yeah, Is you, it really? Well, yeah. I sent you the links. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have band practice last night, Eric? And we made sure. It was actually a couple days ago, but yeah. I was like, Eric has to be here. Hmm. So it's actually a year and two days. A year and two days. Year oh, and two well. Days. Well, Eric, as bad as Seattle's been, we brought Patrick in mm-hmm. um, for a little bit to explain the takeover of Minneapolis. Okay. What has happened beneath the surface and Patrick breaks things down. When you told me about this, I'm like, I didn't even know this was a story. I had no idea what was going on. So Patrick, the stage is yours. Get a set. What the hell's going on in Minneapolis? Yeah. So, so this is a deep dive into the, the uh, recently released documentary that Liz Collins did. Liz Collins, a little background on her was in mainstream media for years until she just couldn't take the, you know, the hypocrisy and the lack of integrity sort of paradigm that is i know the feeling yeah so she's a now she's an investigative reporter and she um you know her first project was taking on the 
the uh, Minneapolis situation with George Floyd. And she did a documentary about it. And I did a deep dive on that. And I'll be honest with you, it's, some of this is hard to take. It's hard to hear. It's, it's, hard, it's appalling, really, the things that happen. And all, everything that you're going to hear, and I've tried to condense this. I know we're pressed for time. Uh, everything you're going to hear was suppressed by the radical left and the mainstream media until after the show of in trial, which, you know, again, once you hear it, you'll be appalled. Well, it seems like it, uh, it, we know what happened. It's why it happens. That's my always my question. Why is it happening to St. Louis? Why is it happening in Minneapolis, Los Angeles? What happened? Chicago. Yeah, what happened when uh, you know Mike Brown and, and Floyd? Was it just opportunistic timing for people who were on the left saying this is our opportunity to break down the society? The society. What? Why? We know what happened, but why did it happen? I think you're exactly right. I think you just answered your own question. I think it was completely staged. Mm -hmm. And I think to really understand this, you have to understand the history of George Floyd. You know, he, he had a long rap sheet, you know, at least 10 convictions of drugs and aggravated robbery with firearms, serious you know, crimes um, prior to that incident. And the thing with him is he has a pattern of two things. He doesn't listen to the cops. So he just completely ignores all requests by police every time he's arrested. And there's there's multiple body cam footage of all his arrests and they're almost identical. His behavior is almost identical in all of them. He ignores the cops. He, re he resists arrests. And one thing that he does, um, which sort of sparked this whole thing was he never shows his hands. I don't know if you've been, ever been arrested or know somebody who's been arrested or watched TV with cops. The first thing they do is show show me your hands because you, they don't know what they have, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a gun, it's all for for protection, and he never does that. And, right. and what we what we find out in the documentary is when the when the police approach him in all these incidents, he, he he's got one hand show he shows his left hand. He's always in the driver's seat for some reason. He'll show his left hand, but his right hand is he eats the drugs that he has. Yeah. That's Did, what he does. You know, I haven't seen the documentary. I've heard a lot about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you, have you guys watched it? No, I haven't. Well, one of the things about, to me, if if this is true, having your knee on the neck of a, of a suspect to either isolate them or to, to keep them down is in the manual somewhere. I don't, I've never read the manual for becoming a police in Minneapolis, but if, that, if that's the truth. It was in the manual. Isn't that an acquittal? Like an immediate acquittal? It's like, you would think so. I mean, if the cause of death, even if it was knee on neck caused the guy to die, asphyxiation, yeah. whatever it is, and then the, the prosecutor or the uh, defense attorney can have the, the police department come in and say, yes, on page 171, it says to put knee on he was trained to do this. Yeah. Doesn't that acquit him of any culpability at that point? Sure, but that was suppressed. And also, not only that, the chief inspector for the Minneapolis police and the chief of police on the stand lied and said that was not, it's called, there's an actual uh, name for it. It's called maximum restraint technique. And so the picture that you see, first of all, let's just establish this. None of the body cam footage from any of the cops was admitted to court. So the only thing that was admitted was a seven minute and 46 second uh, cell phone video that was taken by an off-duty fire 
uh, person, okay. fireman. She was a woman. So that's all anyone ever saw was a seven minute video from a cell phone. None of it, none of the body cam footage was admitted to court. Mm -hmm. And both of the of the, the inspector and the chief both under lied under oath saying that was not part of training. In fact, that image not only is maximum restraint technique an actual chapter in the in the training manual, there's a diagram um, displaying yeah. you know the procedure yeah. in the manual, which is identical to what Chauvin was doing. And the, the documentary involves five since retired Minneapolis police. Yeah particularly one woman who's a lieutenant, she trained Chauvin. And she said that, that Derek Chauvin did everything that he was trained to do yeah. throughout that entire process. Didn't it scare you that this was the first, on television, to I can, what I can remember, mm -hmm. this was the first political trial. But everybody knew what was going to happen before the trial began. Exactly. And then the Absolutely. truth always comes out after, because as we know recently, the autopsy said, Oh, he didn't die of strangulation exactly. or asphyxiation. That's right. He yeah. died of fentanyl overdose. That's right. Absolutely. And that's like right. Tara's and then, saying, he died as, you know, or he, Chauvin was a sacrificial lamb. I mean, yeah. that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Absolutely. In, in the, in the documentary from the, from the body cam footage, the first, um, the first officer who approached his car. So, so what happened was, uh, 911 got a call that an out of control drunk man, was trying to pay uh, so from a store clerk a 911 call from a store clerk saying that an out of control drunk man was trying to pay with fake bills so when the cops showed up he was still he was across the street sitting in his car with two other two other people in the car so as as what you don't see until now until the documentary is as he approaches the car George Floyd when he's talking has like white baggies in his mouth he's you know they're in his mouth you can see them okay so so if the first trial was a trial of political opportunity could the uh, uh the appeal be another trial of political opportunity showing how the left suppresses stuff how i mean are we starting to kind of open our eyes to what's going on and maybe derek chauvin has an eye a, a chance of getting out of jail he's not getting out of jail you don't think so well, is he the so. sacrificial Derek's lamb forever you know what I mean? I, it's like, so. I, I think he should be acquitted immediately. Right. I mean, God, you know, unfortunately, he was just. Stabbed. I mean, Darren Wilson went through something very similar. I mean, he he missed it by the skin of his teeth, but mm -hmm. but there was right. enough evidence that actually came. I I've always thought, and I'm a, I'm an idiot because I break down things that are probably wrong, but I always thought Michael Brown was this weird trial balloon. Like, could they get away with it? Look at look at what they're look at what they're acquiring by that's not bizarre at all, Eric. By no, rallying right in St. Louis, look at yeah. CNN is completely in the bag for. Okay, this might work. Yeah. Let's the next the next racial thing that happens on camera, we're using it. Does that seem feasible, or is that because yeah. if that's the truth? Because that yeah, that was the yeah it's that was the, the day paradise. that I was like, oh no, the blindfold mm -hmm. has come off, Lady Lady Liberty. You betcha. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I think that goes across every issue in our country in the last three years, right? I mean, it's the paradigm for the far left radicals. Suppress the truth, you know, uh, create this propaganda, perpetrate these false narratives to get. But it's just so insane and so in plain sight that it was all done intentionally. And, 
you know, if we get into what was actually the damage that was caused as a result of this, particularly with the third precinct, and I was going to try to break this down into, into three parts today. Patrick, before you get into the yeah, third precinct, which is so important, yeah. we love our show because we give everybody a voice. Devil's advocate from Greg saying, just think about the possibility. Would it have mattered nine minutes having a knee to the back of somebody's upper back slash neck be too long? Nine minutes? No. First of all, first of all, you know, again, it's 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 just doctoring the video. If you if you if you look at the right angles of that when he's on his he's not on his neck, he's on his shoulder. And that's how you train. George Floyd was dying of an overdose when they so when they saw so he was resisting, he wouldn't get into the back of the car. So they put him on a sidewalk. He starts foaming at the mouth. Yep. And this was all done very civilly. If, if he would have not, if, had he not resisted arrest, the whole situation would have been conducted extremely civil, you know, in a relaxed. The cops were not contentious, only at first when he wouldn't show his hands. But then when he, would, he was resisting and he wouldn't get in the back of the car to go downtown to get booked for forgery, they just put him on the sidewalk. And that's when he started overdosing. Yeah. And when they saw him foaming at the mouth, they called 911. 911 is, or uh, EMS ambulance is eight blocks away. It took 25 minutes for them to get there. Yeah, this is a weird one because everything lives in the same space. Cop, yeah. Minneapolis, knee, death. Mm -hmm. It's it's how you, you know, it's the weird thing about America now. We Ra all, racism. We all can look at the same video. This is the craziest, stupidest, dumbass thing of, of what's going on in the world right now. We can all look at the same video and everybody come out with a totally different outcome of what should happen. To me, good copying, being a good cop is following the manual. He followed the manual. He's acquitted by deaths happen i'm i'm a, I'm a big person that's like if so, if a cop in the blue says put your hands behind your back you're going to jail yeah do you it. You, you are complicit yes. you just you put your hands by and go let's go I, i'll take the egg mcmuffin breakfast let's go, go. <laughs> egg mcmuffin breakfast and 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 when you don't do that things like this can happen exactly if you look like you're pulling something out of your pocket mm -hmm. from the last time i checked a cop has the right to the right to draw his weapon you if you to. do something that, that even furthers that, you're you are in jeopardy of losing your life. Yes. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's the way. Right. That. Yeah. That's how I was brought up. Anyway, I mean, that's that's kind of what why law enforcement is good is because there is a consequence for taking on a law enforcement officer. A absolutely. And that was the beginning of the end of that. You and know, it, it's a crusade. And are, 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 are there some some bad cops out there? Sure, <clears throat> the, the people who sign up just so they can put someone's head through a, a hey, glass. Hey, something. Patrick, right? could you do us a favor? But those are anomalies. Yeah. Those are anomalies. Ninety-five percent of cops are there for the right reasons. Hey, Patrick, could you That's do right. us a favor? Yes. Could you click off and zoom back on and bing back on? Um, I don't. Something happened with your sound. All it was of a me. Sudden, it was my fault. All of it was my fault. All of a sudden, we deal with this stuff all the time. You had a, a perfect connection, and everything was working great. Why does Joe Rogan never have this happen? Oh, he has it happen every other week. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I take it back. <laughs> he does. He has it happen. A it lot. gives us hope. <laughs>
Yes. We're like hell if Rogan making hundreds of millions of dollars a year can mess up. We and, can have one here and there. And it's a Chris Sandwich in uh, in O'Fallon. Oh, okay, sorry. Chris Sandwich. Yeah. That's right. Shut up. Okay. I know you're on drugs. It's I like just, it's like remember remember Mayberry and you would go to jail and they would just put you in jail overnight. Well, they made it seem like it was fun. Yes! Like, like everything was good. Yes, he would be sitting there like having a conversation with Andy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like you know he was just sleeping off his. Unfortunately, his that's like Darth, like Dorothy. We're not in Kansas anymore. I know. We're not yeah. in I think, I think May, Mayberry. Oh, Patrick. Funny as that is, isn't a great, isn't a great example there. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pa- hey, Patrick, could you try one more time, my friend? We appreciate it. it- it's still there, buddy. Yeah, something keeps something. happening with your audio. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's that northeast signal that they have going on up there. Here's my deal with Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis. Yeah, I would love for him to get out. I don't think it's going to happen. And the longer he stays in, yeah. the more apt he is to being killed well, or murdered after being stabbed multiple times i don't believe in sacrificial ago. lambs for political reasons that's why i think everything they're doing to trump is i don't give a damn about if you like trump or if you hate trump right if they, if they do this to trump they're gonna this is a new weapon oh yeah Ab- this is absolutely. a this is a new arrow in the quiver absolutely last night when tucker was on the cancel this with roseanne barr he basically said exactly what you're saying eric he said he had to stay kind of neutral on which republican candidate he would be on and so Mm -hmm. a lot of people then thought that he didn't like donald trump but when literally they went and raided Mm mar-a-lago he was like games off games off if they can do that to donald like that they can do it to you and that's when he said he would vote for donald he said that he wouldn't he wasn't sure if he would have voted for trump before then correct that's exactly right yeah you guys hear me now? Yeah, but it's unfortunate again, Patrick. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, for whatever reason, um, it, the the sound is not working. Uh, I'm wondering if if like a cord is loose and like a sounds. connection. It sounds like a, a loose connection with the microphone or something. On your end, Patrick, we appreciate it. On my end, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like really crackling. It's, it's only out. when you talk. Everything, okay. and it only yeah. happens when you're talking, my friend. Yeah. But it's interesting because we can, hey, everybody's saying they hear them fine. Maybe it's in our studio. We'll just continue on with it. If people have a problem, okay. that's fine. Patrick, you yeah, were just getting. Everything get, looks good in my well, okay, you go. Now it's fine. You now were just getting ready to dun, break dun. down the precinct and there what happened go. with that precinct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up with this. And this is unfortunate because this is the first time that this has ever had two things happen with the third precinct that's never happened in the history of our country. One, it's uh, no precinct has ever been taken over or let um, be taken over mm-hmm. by an, a riot. Okay. Oh, In other right. words, any police department will <laughs> will supply all the resources they can to prevent that from happening. But secondly, it was forfeited. It was literally forfeited. Now that Lieutenant uh, Heron woman, uh, which, you know, as, as things are brewing and again, guys, you know, CNN and, MSNBC told us it was peace, peaceful protest. The town was burning. Yeah. I mean, cut up dead pigs were being hurled at police. You know, yeah. all top yeah. cocktails, bottles being thrown, cops losing teeth. And they're told, and all their requests fell on deaf ears. They were told to stand down, don't arrest anyone, don't do anything. Yeah. So when the cops, and again, just to... You know, you have to understand the, a lot. Of, a lot of these precincts to these cops, it's it, they spend more time there than their own home, so it's very personal to them. You know, to, so the thought of giving up the precinct is unheard of. It's it was devastating for them. 
So what happened was a lot of these cops saw the writing on the wall and went to clear out their lockers. As as they were doing that, two vans showed up to remove all the artifacts and the memorabilia that had collected over the years and also to remove the cameras. And that's when the lieutenant said, okay, they're going to forfeit the precinct. They're, 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 they're gonna let this yeah. go to the rioters and and that's what it's, it's just it's so, and yeah. they, they weren't given one more thing they weren't given any riot gear all they had mm. to protect themselves with these little helmets that don't, really don't do anything yeah and, and and again you know when when you're you know, it's just unheard of yeah and, does this yeah I'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna say something super controversial yeah, say it this is one of the cities. This. St. Louis is one of the cities. I, am I the only one on the planet Earth that looks on these cities and, and just looks, I cannot wait for them to fail and see what happens after the failure has... I mean, ha, when does St. Louis become East St. Louis? When does Minneapolis become a rundown little town? When, am I the only one that looks forward to... look this? You guys did this. Have fun with that. And in the meantime, Red Cities... Or or cities that are governed well thrive. Am I the only one that's that looks forward to that, or is that just a? Or do you guys want Minneapolis fixed? Would you like to see Minneapolis fixed? I am kind of with you, Eric. Part of me wants to see all goodness and somebody get a brain and start running these shithole type cities way better. But there's cause and effect. Maybe they should absolutely burn to the ground, not probably more figuratively than literally, because they are. Well, I'll tell you this. Like, everybody wants Trump to come back because he has the ability to shake things up, right? Correct. Yes. Well, guess what? St. Louis has a Tashara Jones that needs to get shaked up as well. Well, I mean, this is across the board. It started a little bit, but we had our own riots. We're watching video for our listeners um, from the Knights in Minneapolis and the third precinct of Minneapolis Police Department being overtaken. We had riots and we lost uh, Captain uh, Dorn. He lost yes. his life that night trying to guard a store as a security officer. We dealt with that stuff. And we also wanted to show the video that Patrick was referring to, and you get some of that video, when you know George Floyd refused to get in the police car, which yeah. started everything because he mm-hmm. refused to comply because he was out of his mind on fentanyl, which is what he died from. And if you say that in mainstream media, you're considered a racist. Yeah. Well, you well, know it's what? It's gonna be hard. You know, if this is ever really exposed, it, it ha- if in, in Derek Chauvin's appeal, this is all going to come out. That does. So, yeah, but like does it matter? Does it matter? Do you get to yeah. how how uh, thick is it the does. lens of politics? That he gets I, to- I don't think there's any way around it, Eric. I think the evidence is so strong and palpable uh, in favor of Derek Chauvin. There's there's no way that he can stay in jail for 22 years for doing his job. He almost got killed. He might but not have forget, to stay in jail. He oh, he got stabbed. Everything we've talked about, like I like I said at the beginning, was suppressed till after the trial. This is everything that nobody that they didn't want you to know or hear. Yeah. So. Inevitably, I think once it does come out in a trial, I, I, I don't see how anyone could could keep them in jail. Yeah. I really don't. It would be a travesty if it, it if it happened. It is now. I mean, it is now that just just one day in jail for this person is a uh, is you know uh, is a sad day for America and and for police. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone in this room or in this country wanted to see Michael Brown or or George Floyd die. And the no. video and the video of the knee made me kind of stay up at yeah, night we for a while. Yeah, we were just showing it, and his sure. knee you know, was, was very high. But that was all taken out of context, guys. And, yeah. and again, let's not. Mm-hmm. This is, we're not celebrating anyone's death. No. no, you know George Floyd. It's not about that at all. It's just about the suppression of the truth of what really happened and the persecution. Of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a good cop who is only doing his job. Yeah. Yeah. True story. Pat, Patrick, honest opinion. Give us your odds Derek Chauvin gets out of prison. I'm saying he doesn't. Oh. It would be a nightmare if he did. <laughs> yeah, and that's the sad part. Could you imagine what would happen to Towns yeah. if he got out? Yeah, it'd be a TikTok well, what event. Yes. Lizzie, with all due respect, it are, it's already it already happened. It's happening as we speak. What else could be done if he if he gets acquitted? Right, well, and I think and he that, should get out. Want, the thing is, is that I think what we're missing is so to answer your question, sixty forty, he gets out. Okay, sixty forty. I love it. Hmm. And, you, you brightened you know, up our. Don't uh, forget, guys. This is the paradigm that the far left radicals want. They want the the you know all these big cities that are the crime is through the roof and and you know being overrun by illegal immigrants this is what they want they want chaos so it makes it's 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 job security for the far left elites yeah you're right it it is i know you know a year ago that sounded crazy i've been talking about this for a year on my podcast but now people are starting to see exactly what we're talking about i know you guys i know i know we're all on the same page i'm not telling you anything you don't know politically but i think i think you know the rest of america who most of them are asleep, right? Um, I think they're all starting to see it. And, and God, God willing, God willing, people vote for America, not for Trump, or whomever the Republican is, but for America. I say it all, all the time yeah. in my podcast. It's not about Trump. Don't don't vote for Trump. You don't even have to tell anyone who you voted for. <laughs> That's true. Vote, Correct. Vote for America. Vote for America because we're losing America. Yeah. We, we sure do. are. We sure are losing America. And I, and I think that. You know, I, I think that, and I say again this a lot, I think we're almost too far gone. I think that the, the these egregious policies have been so pervasive mm-hmm. that we're almost too far gone. And I think the only way out of this is that if we gain control. Of no, it, I, I, I would say I would, branches. I would I have said a month, two months, six months ago, I would agree with you. I do think that we are in a fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice mode. Because I, I think so. I think COVID, people are like, I'm not taking your dumbass vaccine right now. Right. You can you can try to lie to me again. And so that's one thing. I think that people are also like, I'm done with homeless crime in cities. I think that's number two. And I, I can't wait to see how that gets resolved. Number three, if Trump does come into office and they start that's to see the some of these... Gift. If I they was, start to see some of the these uh, cities yeah. get cleaned up, people might go, we were duped. Voting for America is what you have to do. And then you break down the candidates from that standpoint. But Eric, I agree with everything you said except number three, if Donald Trump is elected. Mm -hmm. Because now we're seeing it all over the world where you have Mm -hmm. many, you have the majority in these countries rallying, but somehow, some way, the socialist and Marxist dictators, dictator-esque, are the ones who are attaining office. How is that when the majority of the country appears to be against it? Yeah. Correct. And that's the same here with America. The only way Trump does not win is if they cheat again. That's it. Otherwise, he wins, and he wins in a landslide, and we've got to have that. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll leave you guys with this. If I was running for office in 2024 election, albeit Congress, presidency, or even locally, I would hit on three things. I would talk about the riots and show clips and remind people of the hell that we went through in 2020, okay, which we now know was totally staged by the radical left. Yes. I would hit on Bidenomics and all of its failures. And then I would also talk about the open border. You know, Republicans have failed miserably in the last two elections, in the midterms and in the recent local ones. I don't know how they how they did out there, but they did. They failed here in the East Coast. And I think, you know, Ronna McDaniel's a problem. I think she's got to go. I've been talking about that for a long time. We're just not hitting the mark. It's it. Well, the problem back, is you, you left one massive right. thing out, Patrick. Go ahead. Sorry. You left one. I agree with you. I'd vote for you in a second. And I think you've hit everything right. But there's one reason, in my humble opinion, why the Republicans have not done well the last two elections. One word. Abortion. Yes. Democrats are dominating. Yeah. Come at up a 12 percent clip. Come up with a thesis yeah. on how Republicans handle abortion. Abortion. Correct. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. I and mean, I, I think I, I got think, it. But I, think, I think if it's done correctly and, and enough that those three things I mentioned should be, be able to overtake that. Uh, you know, I agree. Most, I agree. It should be. Yeah. yeah. We, right? we, it, didn't, it didn't pan but out are, in Virginia. Are, are, that's for are, sure. But are these candidates talking and reminding people about the 2020 riots? You know, no. The, the answer is no. Are, are, are they hitting on Bidenomics and all of its failures? No. Do you think that the Republicans talk about the open border? Do you think that the Republicans need to secede the or, or give over the abortion debate debate to the Democrats? Say it's yours. We'll bring back Roe versus Wade so that they don't get trounced on every election moving forward. It is amazing to me how big of a deal that is for Republicans. Well, yes, I yes to answer your question. But the thing about abortion, it's a touchy subject, but. What, what most Republicans don't want with abortion, it's not that they're against abortion across the board. It's a, the time when the, the baby is a human being. So what is that? We, you know, close to, you know, the, the, the left is. It gets to be sticky. Yes, yeah, it does. It does. It tell does. that to and a I'm Catholic. Not, and I'm not going to step in the shoes of a woman. But at the point where the baby is a human being, all the Republicans are saying you shouldn't be able to abort a human being. It's, it's murder. That's all. They're not against abortion across the board. They they want abortion with limits. Well, you're you're right. All of you guys are right. If if I was Ronna McDowell and somebody else has to become Ronna McDowell, by the way, she is a complete hack. Yes, yeah, she is. But uh, if if she but she's there for a reason. No, right? well, I don't know what the reason is. But the if, reason if, is is that she is part of it. Yeah, she's Her part interview of with it. CNN yeah. yes. showed who Rona she's a is. Rhino. Bingo. Well, fine. If you, Ron of the Rhino. If you want to be, if, <laughs> if you want to win in the other in the other way, here's what you do: you spend twelve to fourteen months on the abortion thing. You make commercials. I don't. You have cause and effect. You have pro and cons. You have. You come up with a solution. You go. Republicans are for a fifteen week ban. You have way more than enough time to make a decision within that, and then you start showing clips of how this fetus becomes a child fetus becomes a child and it's just rerun rerun tiktok facebook whatever advertising you have to do to let the world know you're voting for this the kid this this is a child now because i don't think people women 
don't put the two and two together. They, this is my body. Right. This is my body, young and you're not messing right. with my body. Young, okay, young women Period. more End so. Of story, right? And you have you might have to remember the old camp. I'm 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 really old. There was a campaign. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs, <laughs> and it was a visual. It was a visual. And that's what the that's what the world needs right now. I is it needs Repub- a visual? I do think the Republicans learned from Ohio. They got crushed in Ohio on that subject because they didn't have a campaign structure. They were not ready to go. No, they're the they're 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 like ostriches. They put their head in the sand and they think, think, oh my god, that no one's going to be talking about abortion or social issues. Well, they all oh, of course they are. It's just as important as anything else. Hey, Patrick. It's almost like they're afraid to touch it or back up what they what they're. Yeah, yes, thinking. that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, sure. hey, Patrick, thank you so yes. much for your time, man. It's yeah, been too always long. a pleasure, guys. We thank gotta, you for having me. No, we got to have you back on again. Let me know what the next subject is. Hopefully, yeah, I'll, uh, mm-hmm. my next deep dive, I'll let you know. Very <laughs> you know, good. I'd like to come it. on more often, but it's just talking about more things you guys are already covering. So I think my, my niche with you guys is sort of the deep dives. Yeah, which yeah. I appreciate. And you didn't even bring up the 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 bricks that were implanted in cities by somebody. We didn't even get a chance to get to it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. again, I tried to condense this thing, but this could have been like a another JFK segment, you know, which we did two hours. Yeah, I think we're yeah. getting it now. I think the no, no, I think I, know that. And, I think the American yeah, people are understanding what's going on here. Me too. Maybe they might not. It's really important for people to know exactly why George Floyd was arrested, why he was why he died and that you know total you know total um sort of you know all 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 the the things that cops do on a routine basis that 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 are are in the training manual and what they're trained to do was thrown out the window by maybe your your next deep dive with us your next they're all lied under oath to to perpetrate this this riot and oh, yeah. who knows for what reason, right? We kind of know, but I'll never I understand. Know. I'll un- yeah. never understand it. Uh, Here's oh, your next Patrick. deep dive. Why do CEOs of companies allow criminals to come in and take whatever they want when they know their insurance is going to go up, their price of goods is going to go up, and their business bottom line is going to go down, and how they can do that in front of their shareholders? I would love to know how that patrick, is possible can, patrick can that be the because next they're one they're hogtied to the mm. radical left eric boom patrick yeah, why no choice. patrick <laughs> we appreciate it buddy always a pleasure guys Thanks, congrats patrick. again we'll talk soon thank all right you. sounds good patrick will let always check it in from the northeast with lots of information um and, and it breaks it down derek chauvin i'm glad that he believes and, he, and he's pretty pragmatic i mean 60 40 that chauvin gets out of prison Man. Well, and I, I do hope he does. And and I agree with Patrick that already a lot of this damage was done to Eric's point about all of the bricks and all of that that were put all over the place. But lately I've been talking to some people that really didn't get the whole COVID thing. And people are like, I'm not getting one more of those shots. No, I'm not getting any more of this. I don't believe what they're saying. So even the most ardent, you know, cupcake person is starting to see the, the, the percentages have dropped dramatically they, yeah they've dropped the people who are doing that mm-hmm. and you know and 
we've talked about COVID a lot, going all the way back to 2020, March of 2020, when we were the Edge on Radio, and then we came over here. And go figure, today is our one-year anniversary celebration show. Where's the cake? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Somebody asked me if we had a cake. You know, I guess we will have a cake, though, at the celebration. Where, next, Where's Eric, the next, cake? Eric, next Thursday. If it's, any, if it's any consequence, I did have cocktails at Wendy's last night. Oh, well, then that was worth it. Are you serious? I so, love that. I, I didn't even that. know. I didn't even know, but you now know I do know. Now you do know. Now I'm putting them two I together. I stopped by and saw Ben for about 15, 20 minutes. Did you really? But I was there when I left the, the station here from working, but that was early, yeah. like six. Yeah. Well, Eric, you going to be there next, next uh, December Thursday. 7th? I didn't even know there was a next Thursday. Well, well we're next good. Thursday, 7 p.m., Wednesday, yeah. the okay. one-year anniversary <laughs> celebration. <laughs> yes, you got to be Cocktails there. Cocktails next Thursday night for Eric. Watch <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> and all of his friends. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys for making the year what it is. Um, it's been up and down all around. Eric, before you got here, I said, I was looking back at our first show and I was like, man, I'm living my best life. Yeah. And then I looked at myself and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah, I was what like, a dumbass. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> what a freaking year of stress. And here we are. However, what, what a fantastic, you're like a meme. Yeah. Persistence, hard work, drive, stamina, good looks. Sitting, I, I threw the good looks and, in there. And sitting, yeah. Out, and yeah. sitting out in the curb. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get you yeah. nowhere unless yeah. you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I appreciate it. But this is this is thought this is thought out of this is created out of thought right here, what you're looking at. And it grew 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 and it keeps growing and uh this is the way to communicate with audiences now, worldwide. Yes. Nationally, sure. locally, whatever it is, this is it. So everybody who's been on the show and started from the get go has certainly had a has had a point in at least helping it at some point in time. Oh yeah. Do what we've Big tried time. to do. And, Big time. Uh, I, I couldn't be more grateful for Lizzie, for Projo for being here, for you coming in when you can on Fridays. Um, we're trying to do our best, and we appreciate you guys, the listeners, the viewers who make this happen. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say this. I've seen some shows that do like something like this online. Mm-hmm. One was from News Nation okay. not too long ago. It was someone from News Nation, yeah. and I was watching it, and I was like, this is horrible. I've seen some. Yeah. This is, I get it. I it's don't the start News crying. Nation brand. They should take our damn show. I was thinking the same thing. I have reached out to everybody. I was like the, uh, I mean, <laughs> this is a self produced show Vic, Vic most shows have four or five people that are doing so much crap to make it. this is you come on and you just start winging it Lizzie, and that's, that's how Brojo, beautiful it is. myself our listeners all throw stories out yes and then we try to put them together in a way that is presentable a way that's entertaining and that's why we call it the fastest two hours in podcasting because it goes so damn fast yeah and it's not easy to produce it's not but we love what we do and we're passionate about it you have to be passionate yeah and of course, if there was nobody chiming in on our on our chat line and and, and talking, they're just great. The chat line is great. Our listeners with what Lizzie does and, and cultivating that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, it, and it, and it's branched off. And now we're starting to hear from other people wanting to do their own shows and and they should and come in here. They it, should if you want a show. I mean, if it's once a week, come in. We'll we'll produce yeah. it for an hour. It's not even that expensive. And you can have your own voice as well. Mm-hmm. And it can be on a variety of topics. It doesn't just have to be this. Exactly. Um. As a matter of fact, the show is now looting itself or pushing itself into something else now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Lizzie and uh, Derek, who comes in, and mm-hmm. Projo are going to be doing 
a a Lou show. A what? A Lou. Down, down in the Lou. Down low in the Lou. It's going to be called Down Low in the Lou. Okay. Premieres it's December 15th. Brought to you by Camo. And, there you go. And nine <laughs> million. <laughs> That's right. By- <laughs> Get your camo and yeah. your guns. Uh, bulletproof yeah. glass uh, down in the loo. All right, sorry. Go. Yeah, now it's so oh, good for you. What, it, what's it going to be about? It's going to be about St. Louis, but it's not just about the crime and stuff in St. Louis. We want to be the people that when you walk into a restaurant, they're like, oh my God, there they are. There they come because we're going to critique their business and then put it out for mm. everybody to see. And we're, and we're hoping and we're, we'll, Try to give them a warning, so to speak. What? What? No, 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 no! You're a secret shopper, Jeannie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like Gavin yes. Newsom. Cancel yes. this is going nowhere. Yeah, well, cancel this is still. Staying. We're bra- we're branching out. The whole goal when we started yes. this was a full network of shows, day and night. We just need the people, Correct. and then we train Correct. the people, and we've got certain shows. I mean, Wesley Smith's uh, outside our studio right now. He does a show called. But the Wolf of Washington, slightly, slightly right. right, slightly right. right, the Wolf of Washington, uh-huh. you know. Yes. So, and then Joe does a music slash tattoo show. Well, it's it's art. It's not art. necessarily tattoo. Called it's audio music, com- comedy. It's anything art. Mm. Low down in the loo. I Low like down it. in the loo. And it is. And, you're, and to your point, Eric, that's right. We are going to go in, and they may not be warned. Good. And we're going to tell people about. Boy, this pizza, mm, that kind of sucks. Or, oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Or we'll compare two different food places. We will compare different types <laughs> of businesses. And we're going to be like calling out the good ones. I've gone to two restaurants because of Brown and Crouppen. Because Brown and Crouppen do, does that weird show where they go to walk around and yeah, eat yeah. sandwiches or whatever they do. Yeah. Don't like, you love that? Yeah. And he goes, this is the best sandwich I've ever had. I literally drove 25 miles. That show was... Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Late Saturday night when yes! I, I got home and I'm like, oh my God, I'm five drinks, six drinks. And yes. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> and I yeah. did. And he goes, he, they were all like doing <laughs> six sub sandwiches. I was uh-huh. like, this all right, show I got to go check that out. This show will be better than that. Oh, I definitely. Hey, we were talking about one year anniversary. And of course, the guest that we had. We'll get to the guest in just a second. Advertiser. Speaking of the devil, Wesley Smith, he does a show. And he goes live. Wesley, how are you doing, buddy? You're on camera now. Yes. Oh, I'm on. Oh, crap. Yeah. You I'm got, doing all right. You Get used your, to it. See, but you got your show slightly right. And, yeah. li- you know, Lizzie reached out to you and you're like, damn, I love Cancel This. And that kind of brings you into a show. And you were, you're a politician. Oh, no. Or political pundit now. I did oh. run for office. What'd you run for? United States Congress against Sam Wagner. And you had Ann no, Wag- and you had no chance. Okay. Not because you're not good. Well, no, yeah, great. We just know Ann Wagner is is part of the she's she sucks. Uniparty, and she does. You got better hair than she does. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. well, yeah. you know, I did get this weird haircut when I was going to court in in Florida. So there you go. <laughs> so what's going to happen with Ann? Is she running again? Or is she, oh, probably. Is she really? She's a career politician. I mean, why I, thought she, I thought this was her last uh, run for that seat. I don't know. I hey, by the way, tell everybody that. what your show's about if they want to catch you. Uh, on oh Wednesday. yeah, so my show pretty much it's only on Tuesday at noon except for the special episode tonight or today I guess right after you guys are done um, but yeah we just talk about pretty much everything we have some motivation in there uh, talk about relationships talk about politics and I go on rants and talk shit on pretty much oh can I say I that on you yeah, yeah, yeah. of course you oh. can well you never know because this isn't clear channel for God's anyway, sake so anyway yeah, we, <laughs> we just talk crap Wesley so says ever, Vic's too nice yeah I did I did say that yeah that was said so, on the show so Vic was hosting the show the other day and I was like he said, Joe, you SOB. And I said, oh, he didn't say the real word. No, he didn't. I'm upset. It. I'm uh, upset now. He didn't say it. So uh, He's not Elon Musk yet. Yeah. Well, I just dropped it. my kids off at school, and I was like, 
if I go home, I'm going to take a nap because you know my nap schedule. The way that my my sleeping schedule is, I need to take mm-hmm. a nap after I drop yeah. them off. What are you passionate about in politics right now? Everybody, every pundit that I've ever talked to, some pundits are about the border, someone's about fentanyl, whatever. What are you passionate about, or is it across the board? Mm. Is it St. Louis? Are you St. Louis focused, or is it international? No, we we talk mostly like. Um, politics for the whole nation okay. um and most of my stuff is our military and wars that we are the warmongers in washington are fighting the people They're beating the drum wesley. War right and now. thank wesley yeah. for his service as well because thank you very much you're done, welcome for my service and not only has he done to, he's done military time he's done hard military time yeah. Yeah, Le- legitimate time. legitimate <clears throat> service where you put your life in danger i mean yeah, I, yeah, those guys are the ones like hey what'd you do when you were over there i can't tell you no, that, no, not, that's that, when you not get... that. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, no. Actually, my most my most prized possession from the military is my out. certificate of appreciation from Donald Trump. That's the only thing I have that oh, is like cool. That's cool. But I got this awesome like paper that came from his office. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like we appreciate your service. It was uh, two thousand. I was in the two thousand seventeen eighteen campaign in Afghanistan. It was called the Last Fighting Cowboys, and it was when Trump first took office. He got rid of the rules of engagement and was Damn. like, "We want you guys to annihilate ISIS." That was the last. Mission I went on before I mm-hmm. got the parachute accident. And yeah, the rest is history. Well, I just want to come on and let people know. By the way, the links do work, right, Joe? We had a question. Do the <clears throat> do post with the link to Wesley's show come up on cancel this? I, uh, I well, I mean, when he goes live, no, it just follow comes up. Wesley on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the best way. It's it's the Wolf of Washington. You can look up the Wolf of Washington on Facebook, and then, like I said, we go live every Tuesday at noon I, right here in this studio. Should, can I beg you? you? You look young. How old are you? 28. Oh, okay. So you're a millennial, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get another millennial on here. I'm begging. We that's do. A, that's a liberal. Yeah, we do. He, he does. And fry them. We do. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we argue all I the time. I will tune in every damn you Tuesday for that. Show. Do you guys? Like every you guys, Tuesday. As a matter of fact, I'm coming in. Eric, we, this yeah. is your yeah, type of show. Have Eric in. Have yeah. Eric in. You should. I am begging. How do you even find them to get well, to come on? Well, Vic actually got me the liberal. Yeah, but here's the thing. I disarm the liberals with kindness and sweetness. No. You do. Well, well, Wesley does not. He <laughs> goes right for their throat. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, you need to go on that show with him. That would be... <clears> you, I'll sit in that chair right there just like this. You would like it. So she stands here. You, you, <laughs> she stands oh, it's here. Oh, it's a she. Okay. It's no. She's too sweet. She's she is. She's, she's really she sweet. Very she nice. Oh, so she wins the debate by being sweet. Yeah. No, no, no. I still go off on my tangents and. Okay. It's a fun time though. And the thing is, we don't want to argue the whole show because then people don't want to watch it. Like I, it's just right. an argument. That's, that's the key. That. Do you have? You want to argue, but not to the point that you think it's mom and dad arguing, and the yep. little kid goes hey, in the closet. Real quick, do you have your full crew today? No, it's just me. Today's okay. a special episode for a special announcement, and that's it. So catch Wesley at 10.30 following yep. us today for a special announcement. You won't want to miss that. The Wolf of Washington. Love it. Buddy, hey, thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate you no jumping problem. in. We'll catch up with you. See you guys. I'm, I'm tuning in. Yeah, tune in. And really, Eric, I mean, it. really be on a show because you two being together in a mm-hmm. show along mm-hmm. with the liberal. Would oh, it would be just, It would be beautiful. That would be pretty entertaining. I'm oh, not going to lie. Eric, you got to do it. It'd be unfair. But do it anyway. It'd be unfair. They because would... the liberals are always unfair to us. So Aaron Aaron says I'm lying. He's like, Vic, you went him over with your Speedo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> his Speedo. That's, that's right. right. The red, white, and blue, baby. Yep. On his tractor. The stars right and yeah. the one stripe. Mm. Um, uh-huh. Hey, by the way, guests that we've had in the last year, I wanted to get this out. And think of other guests that we've had, just yeah. as we reminisce a little bit. Put them bit. on our chat line. If you guys think of a guest that you really like, start putting them on our chat line. And by the way, yeah. Kelly Mano. Our good friend is coming in in just a few minutes as well. Yeah. Eric, if you didn't read the show notes, relationships, I advice did. for marriage, you, you ready for this? She I actually, can't wait. she's like, 
is Eric coming in? And I'm like, yeah, why? And she's like, because a lot of the things I need to talk, I think I need Eric in here. Too. Good, good. We love it when Eric's here. <laughs> uh, Everybody loves it when Eric's Remember we had here. Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's back. I mean, he is still fighting his ass uh-huh. off. Mm-hmm. Kyle was a very yeah. popular guest that we had. Uh, Alana Trepper, Trepler from OAN. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the other OAN anchor we had. We had uh, Chanel. 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 And then we had another guy. Oh, A uh, younger right. guy from California, from San that's Diego. Exactly right. He hosts a show every night on OAN. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Okay. Yeah. But he was good. Uh, of course, uh, Jay Ascroft, uh, mm-hmm. he's running mm-hmm. for um, a, a big spot, governor. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Eigel, Eigel, Missouri State Center, running yep. that. Uh, Nick Schroer, of course, uh, St. Louis, I mean, excuse me, Missouri Senate. Mm-hmm. Owen Schroer, yeah. who's been in the news. Unfortunately, he's in prison. Um, you know, we, so we pray the best for him right now. He, quote, violated his probation being at the January 6th. Never went in the Capitol, but he was outside. Allegedly, that violated his probation. Mm. That's bad. Never went in, but had to go to prison because of it. Um, Michael Voris, a church militant founder. We've had him on a couple times to Mm -hmm. talk faith and and the FBI going after him. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Yeah. Um, from a Catholic standpoint, we've had all kinds of UFO guys and paranormal. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric, last I knew, Eric was going to go meet uh, Lily Nova at a lake at 364 to communicate yeah. with aliens. Did you ever meet with her at the lake? No, but I live, in a lake. <laughs> I live at a lake right now. Yeah, you could have her over. You don't have to go into this now. <clears throat> I, I would, I've seen some weird stuff over my lake. Uh, I think oh, it's a lake Recently thing. you have? Yeah. Okay. I wonder. I wonder if lakes like attract. I don't know. Sort of it, it's, I've seen like that is not a plane. When you meditate, do your ears ring? Well, that's because of high blood pressure. <laughs> We've had all kinds of uh, <laughs> cupcake and January sixth attorneys. Yes. Uh, John Rourke, who works the border operation cleanup, he's been absolutely amazing, giving us an inside look at the border recently. Uh, Colonel Joe. Girl uh, Joe with his militia yes. out in mid Missouri taking care of business. I loved Grover Norquist, who worked for Ronald Reagan. Mm. That guy was brilliant when we had him on talking economy and numbers. Um, one of my favorite guests, Mike Parson, of course, our Missouri governor. Uh, Andrew Bailey, uh, the current attorney general. I mean, I'm just thinking we've had so many damn guests. Yeah. We have. People are saying um, Paul Barry. Um, <laughs> Paul got a shot. There. Yeah, Paul got a shot. Well, did, well, didn't we have Eric Schmidt on at one time? Very yes. early on. Early on. And we early. also, in the old show, we had Tashara and, and uh, we had uh, Sam Page. And Kim Gardner. Kim Gardner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, come on. I did reach out to Kim to do a, a post interview here. I have not heard. Have her do a show. I tried, but I don't know. I wonder not. why. I don't even Dude, know if the nu- but I don't know if the number works or not because it doesn't show if it was delivered or goes through. She could do like a little nursing show or something. Like <laughs> oh my god! If she a nursing show, <laughs> she could do a nursing show. Oh my god! How to, how to give? Oh, up early injection. on we had Doctor Khan. He was uh, from Michigan. That guy was amazing. He's yeah. a national doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really big. He got big on Joe Rogan's show. Yeah. And then he was canceled because he was actually a doc mm-hmm. who came out against the cupcake. Yeah. And. He's like, oh, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to try to do this stuff. And that's what he's tried to do. Of course, um, our, our, um, oh, our Clippers and Cops. Yeah, um, yes. 
We've gone into the city. Mm -hmm. We've gone to those Clippers and Cops meetings. Mm -hmm. um, when you know he had, and I, of course, I'll bring this up. We had my son-in-law, Justin Hicks, on when he, well, several Justin, times. Justin, of course. But what was interesting about that is after he was here, when a Democrat was basically calling him all sorts of names, and he just came back with, you know, when she kept saying, how do you identify? And he just said, as an American, we ran all that. And after that, then he ended up on TikToks. He had a five. He was on Fox. He was on other podcasts. So, but he came here first. Oh, how can I forget uh, Al Watkins? Oh, yeah, the first attorney for the shaman. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we broke that story here when news or videos were released by the J Six Committee, or at least mm -hmm. we got videos of the shaman yeah. being walked around. We did the story here. Three days later, Tucker Carlson yes. had Al Watkins on, and then the next Monday, the shaman was released from prison. Mm -hmm. He's also running for Congress. I saw that. He could win. <clears throat> I don't think he's running as a Republican. I think he's running as, as a, a shaman. As a shaman. <laughs> shaman. I think right. he is. Follow me to Congress. Shaman. Oh, wow. <laughs> we'll all go together. There you go. <laughs> hey, Joe, check out this picture I just sent you, bud. This, this is another guy who we had on, and I guess he looks pretty damn good for 67, but we had him on the show as well. And this is what's really funny about this is because... Um, I, I couldn't see my. I hope I look this good at sixty-seven, but I don't think I would be taking a selfie of myself. Is there a picture? Uh, it's coming. Joe's taking care of it right now. Um, let's just say his initials are M M, M and he became a worldwide story. Lived okay. in St. Louis City, mm -hmm. and Kim Gardner really did not like him. Oh, that's there right. there. He is Mark, Mark McCloskey. McCloskey. <laughs> that is not real. That's AI. Uh, that's Mark McCloskey. I think he really is that. Person. He likes to post a lot of pictures of himself. Yeah. I get I get emails. Those from are him different all the time. kind of guns than the first guns that we saw him with. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I don't think that's AI. Am I the? I really do. That's how, not how, AI. How old he is Mark? On his Facebook. How old is Mark? Sixty-seven. Am I the only? And we'll talk to Kelly about this in a second. Am I the only one in this room that thinks it looks odd for an old dude to have an amazing body? Yes. Am I the it's, only no. one? No, no. It looks weird to me too. It, do, it does. I'm like, look come weird. on. It looks strange to me. Yeah. I don't know that I even like it. Well, I think it. dad bods are in, Eric. Chicks well, dig dad well, bods. Well, they ask, do. It's they a great do. chicks. I'm telling you. <laughs> they, they do. I, they I, do. And I have first I have I'm I'm first row knowledge of that. Okay. Our our our, our guy um his, he's he's my roadie. His name is Blowjob. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Seriously, his Go name is Blo BJ. no, it's Blowjob, and he's got Balls. he's got Balls. beyond dad. There we go. He's like Balls. he's like dad bot on crack, oh, and he yeah. gets all the chicks. What is a dad bot on crack? I'm literally sitting it's here. It's a in major dad bot. Yes, like, this this yeah. is a this is a dad bod that like it's like it's just uh, it's amplified a little bit. Amplified. <laughs> 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 I love it. It has a little bit of diabetes no. thrown in there. Oh my god. Yeah. Hey, but he gets all the chicks. Real quick, uh, we got to give a shout out to our advertisers, our partners, our sponsors. We appreciate it, especially all the ones that we've had throughout the year. This being our one-year anniversary celebration, Aminis in the Chesterfield Valley. Uh, please check out the saunas and the saltwater hot tubs. It's not just a, quote, uh, comfort item anymore. We're talking about your health. We're talking about losing weight, circulation, your heart. All of those issues. Complete auto body repair, the fastest growing auto service in the region. When we say that, we mean it. Uh, they're everywhere. Talking about a company with 60 open jobs right now. Not only technicians, 
that can work in seven climate-controlled facilities, but also sales staff, people who can work for the tow truck companies as well. And by the way, when you go to canceltheshow.com and click on our partners page, pretty simple, canceltheshow.com, click on the partners page, you can scroll down and we've got the links right there for you so that they know you're looking. Of course, our good friends, Kathy and Helbig, Kathy Elbig Strick, Steve Strick with Experience Realty Partners and Score Mortgage. And then, of course, their side company, which is about new age health and wellness. Lizzie has done a fantastic job with that, utilizing their products, getting your blood work checked, making sure you're as healthy as you possibly can be. Uh, Ham, Route 66 Cannabis, the national marijuana meetings going on this weekend in Vegas, Eric. Ham's in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's checking some things out out there, looking for new products. The Ostara line as Love well. It. You can get the Ostara line at any dispensary across the state, but you can also go to five locations for Route 66 here. Uh, Solar City STL. Uh, if you have any questions about solar, you need to ask right now, especially if you're using a lot of energy. Number one, you can save a ton of money over time. And two, you can get off the grid. And we know a lot of issues can be coming. We hear about those things happening. We broadcast live out of the Strategic Air Services uh, premier private transportation facility in the Chesterfield Valley. Uh, if you're looking for a, a flight um, and you don't want to deal with TSA if you want to go separate. Mm. If you don't want other people like Kelly, we'll talk Kelly has a fear of flying, believe it or not. Um, that may be a great thing for you. They're also looking for pilots. Uh, we Quip, I love this O'Fallon, Missouri company. And Kelly, I could see you doing major things. I could see them. her doing that too. Yeah, um, sure. A peer-to-peer marketplace where renters can go and search for items that they need that their neighbors might have that yeah. they don't want to buy. Or you can rent something else out yourself. Mm. You could rent Eric out. You could rent Kelly out. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> you don't rent people. You can rent people. She said we're we, running Vic out. We had Paige Measley on. Oh, I would do anything to keep the business going. There you go. <laughs> I'm you pimping whore. him out now. Mm. You whore. We talked about our sideshow. It's Lizzie's pimp Vic out show. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it has something to do with the uh, a, a lawn, a riding lawnmower, a speedo, and an American. Dude, flag. you would make a fortune. That's right. Don't you? Don't you think we well, can I, rent I, him out? Snow removal in a speedo. Yes. If I knew anything about plumbing, be, I, I oh. would be a plumber. Well, then learn something. Then you could wear the speedo, and then you could he could come and, and go buy and went he's and Wenties, of course, where we're going to be doing our year party, our anniversary party, holiday party next Thursday night, seven p.m. at Wenties. Um, just. Incredible food, good time, massive, heated patio as well. Uh, this is Cancel This, Cancel the Show.com, Packed House, Projo in the House, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks, Vic Faust, and our good friend, the social media star, all around great person, comedian, Kelly Mano. Kelly, it's good to see you, my friend. Uh, it's good to see you guys too. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And you know what? You have spent a lot of time with us this year. Mm-hmm. So, your hair is beautiful too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, did you, you mention so her? Pretty. Was she on the list? That's why she's sitting here. Okay, then. Yeah, she's, yeah she looks so pretty. <laughs> Thank you. She's a quasi host with us because she gives us the time that she has. The time of day. And yes. she, the time and, of day. That's and, <laughs> and she's the most, and she's the most popular. Yeah, the <laughs> She's in demand. Um, yes. Yes. Kelly is going to be talking to us today about relationships and all kinds of things. So, how's life? What's going on with you these days? Because I continue to watch your videos. Mm-hmm. You're continuing to pop out great 
80s video. I like the one in the car. You posted mm-hmm. a video recently about... About being riding in a car as a kid and how dangerous it was. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so true. Nothing like, like now. Like, we, we had a friend that had an El Camino. We sure did. And we used to ride in the back of the El Camino oh, yeah. 70 miles well, an hour. Like We all had a friend with a car with a big hole in the floorboard, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. so... Hey! So true. It was multifaceted because yeah. one, you had something to do. You could watch the street go by, and two, your dad would be like, "Throw this out the trash hole." Like, yeah. and by, by the way, you never know who's going to show up. Bill, I go outside the studio now. That's what we're <laughs> hey, over is, here. I can, I can't see through the glare. Hi, Bill. <laughs> Bill. Oh so yeah, God. I'm just kind, I'm kind of coasting. I am coasting to the end of this year. Yeah, coasting. happy one year anniversary. Happy <laughs> one year, Get that on tape. It's ironic, Bill was I think he was our first guest. Very first I was. Guest on the yes. very first day. Is that right? Yes. yes. A year guest. ago today? Yes. yes. Oh how I A year ago two days ago, but I know, feel like we're this is who is this is your life. Yeah. And yeah, this <laughs> is little, your life. The little duck is gonna fall down. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, but running for mm-hmm. government. Hey Bill have just just for a second, have you recovered all the abuse you got the other night? Have you recovered What's that? from that? Have you recovered oh. from the abuse you got the other night? What abuse did he get? Oh, he got night? a lot of abuse from what night in St. Oh, Charles. The- here, come in, come yeah, in, come in, come in, come in, come in, come come uh, the illegal immigration discussion. Yes, yeah. there. Were, oh my gosh, that was uh, that was a total shameful disaster. Really? The, the St. Charles City Council basically voted not to condemn illegal immigration. Get yeah. names. We've been. Oh, we, 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 we have names. Okay. Eric, we've we have talked. Names. Eric, wow. Like, I didn't understand. I actually didn't understand this whole thing. Uh, certainly from a policy perspective, because it was simply a resolution. All it was is just a resolution that just said, "Hey." We don't. We we're, we're not going to support illegal immigration. Yeah. We think what DHS DHS is is trying to resettle uh, immigrants that have not been approved by law. That's true. To be to be settled. So they're still technically illegal immigrants. So the resolution just said, "Hey, we don't support that, and we support the attorney general of our state who's trying to sue the DHS." That's all it said. And we'll be talking about it more tonight. We've we have beat this issue to yes. death. Yes. I haven't had a yes. chance to beat this, this is issue. Our, even this is our Friday free-for-all fun oh, okay. show. Wow. <laughs> it's a fun show. It's supposed to be fun for Friday. I yeah. feel bad because, yeah, that, that's no fun dealing with that, Bill, what yeah. you're, you're having to deal with over there. God, that's unbelievable. I, I never thought in St. Charles County so that would happen. I, it was crazy because I actually – so I called for – I go up on in front, front of the council, and I, I basically said, hey, I think we should support immigration law yeah. in this country because Joe Biden has done nothing to, to enforce mm-hmm. immigration law. And the crowd that was from St. Louis City busted what? out in laughter. They laughed at me for calling for us to uh-huh. follow immigration law. It was it was it was insane. Bill, What's have a good weekend, my friend. God All right, I gotta get out of here. That was a quick. I'll it's come a back. Happy one year hey, anniversary. I'll come happy back if you can be here Monday. I'll come back here Monday to rap about that because I want to just. I, yeah, what time do you want me to be here? I, I'll come back. I'll come I'll back the whole you. show. Text I'll text. I'll do the whole show. I'll figure That's it out. so important. Yes. You know why that? You know. You know. You know what. Now, I, I don't even know where to turn, Kelly. I mean, what, what's going on with me? That is okay, Bill, so, Monday. Monday. It's so important Here because I never thought I thought that I thought St. Charles was free against that stuff. You would think so, but no, it was really a disappointment. We talked about we beat it to death. What Tuesday was it? Tuesday, and but we do need to talk about it. It's again just so. I want easy. you to be happy today and laughing. Well, we're going to be. <laughs> That's happy what and this laughing. Friday show is about. We're going to get happy and laughing on oh. Monday. Pro, you're going to get. Pissed. I'm pro Joe. I'm sorry. Do, do you have Kelly's video up yet? For I'm the, all pent up. That's you right. let me know when you. I have need a background. <laughs> 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 Joe will be right in. <laughs> so Kelly. 
we have <clears throat> your video. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, the car one? The cars. And, and while we're getting the video, here, we'll just play it now. That's my new bedroom, by the way. Isn't it so cute? Oh, you oh, finished the bedroom. Uh huh. Yeah. Nice. We'll check it out in the I video. I like your here. blue walls. Thank on. you. Here we of go. Of all the dangerous things we did growing up in the 70s and 80s, the most dangerous was getting in a car with our damn parent. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like playing a game of Russian roulette. True we story. had seatbelts. We couldn't use them. We had shit to do. That's Any right. given moment, our mom would need both hands to light her cigarette. Hey, take the wheel. Jump over and grab yes. that wheel. And you're <laughs> going down the freeway, responsible for everyone yes. in the car. And you're eight years old. <laughs> Everyone at some point had a car with a giant hole in the floorboard. Right. This hole was multifunctional. One, it gave you something to do. You could watch the street go by underneath your feet. And number two, it was a perfect trash holes. <laughs> <laughs> your parents would pick up a Kelly random hitchhiker Mano. and put him in the back seat. With you. <clears throat> Sometimes they took your spot and you'd have to sit on the middle hump. Let me explain the dangers the of hump. sitting in the middle hump. You had nothing to hold on to. Nope. And mom hits a bump. Your ass is going into the ceiling yes. and then straight down to the floor. <sighs> Yes. We out of moving cars all the time. Back then, uh-huh. our parents drove these big hoopty, like like long, heavy cars with mm-hmm. long, heavy doors. Get in as a kid and you try to shut that thing. It wouldn't shut all the way sometimes. We didn't have alerts. Tell us if like a door is open. We would have no idea. Mom mm-hmm. would take a turn just a little too sharp. And if you even put like one pound of body weight on that door, out your ass would go. <laughs> put that shit in reverse. Like, oh. How's wrong with you? Stay in your damn seat. It was also very normal for your mom to hit you with the car. Your mom was paying no attention to where you walked. My friend! Right when you walked in front of her car and just... Mm. And just plow you over <laughs> and then roll down the window and yell at you. You shouldn't be standing in front of the car. Yeah. Like, yep. This is how I get in the school, mom. Our parents hated us so much. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my. And now like, it blows my mind. Cars oh, are so safe. You have backup mm-hmm. cameras and blind spot sensors that beep. 17 <laughs> airbags and you keep your kid face in the back window till he hits fucking puberty. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> we just wanted a seatbelt. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that was a great one, Kelly. Thank you. It brings back memories. Well, there was two. I couldn't fit everything in. I really wanted to talk about how they would like hot box us with cigarette smoke because mom (laughs) would not roll down the window because she didn't want to mess up her hair. And like back then, smoking was so like prevalent. The cars came with a lighter and ashtray like attached to the car. It was a big deal. And so you would be like like one of those guppy fishes like trying to breathe. Yeah. Or going like this covering your mouth trying to like filter Uh the smoke. Uh Uh-huh. So that's why when people say like oh don't eat this you're gonna get cancer. I'm like shit I'm already halfway there. Like I like the secondhand smoke that we grew up with. But yeah so um, That was a great segment. And Greg says he wanted to add something else to your list if you ever do it again he said he grew up riding in the suicide seat that faced backwards yes yes, oh. in, the, yes. <laughs> in a green ford country squire station yes oh yeah i did too i loved it oh sitting backwards was awesome Wait a minute. that was the remember, bestest remember the bouncy bucket or um, um bench seat in the front of the yes. trucks yes and you would sit and there would be four people for and you had to st- do the stick shift oh, with uh-huh. all that you grew, you that was that was a death trap man yes, it was so God. Fun. i look so back fun. like I could drive a stick shift, smoke a cigarette, yes. change my CDs. Like, yes. and I'm you like, had to roll it down like that. Uh huh. Yeah, because you're an Eastside girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
Psych girl. You could do a lot more too, I'm sure. Probably. Yes. I'm a good multitasker. I, I, my dad stuck me in the back of a pickup truck from St. Louis to Columbia, Missouri one time. <laughs> oh my God. And it rained. Okay. Yeah. Back oh, to the so show. Funny. Kelly Mano, you can catch her on all social media platforms under her name, Kelly Mano. And she is rocking and rolling. I don't know. I, I don't know if I know a more popular person than you. And we always say this. <laughs> You're too nice to me. No, hmm. but you seriously, well, I don't. I don't think we do. Do, I don't I don't think we do. I don't yeah. think like honestly, like I think in like literal number speakings, I don't think there's anyone in St. Louis that has more followers than me. If, no. if they do, I'd love to meet them. I don't think so. No, and here's the thing. If you ever wanted to do it, and I brought his name up before, and I know you like Matt Reif. Stand up. I know. I Listen, I get offered to do stand up all the time. But here's the thing about Matt Reif. I, and I just saw this a couple of weeks ago because no. it was it was TikTok that blew him up yep. out of nowhere. Yep. Just in this calendar year. Said yep. for 11 years, he was making about $40,000 a year. Okay. Yeah, I know his yeah. whole story. Last year. Mm-hmm. He made over twenty million dollars. So what was the what was the jump? What was so the, you're what saying? Was, there's a chance. So what was the turbo overdrive? What it made, was one random video. He would post little clips from his yeah. comedy shows, mm-hmm. and there was one clip called like "Lazy Hero" that just exploded. Yeah. And then people saw that they started watching his old stuff, mm-hmm. and also his rise from you know dorky kid with like messed up teeth. Like he jokes about how puberty hit him like disrespectfully late in life, <laughs> and now he's super hot, and he's like, "This is not good for comedy." Like. I didn't. I didn't plan on this. Um, so I don't think you have to do. See, but he has a brain. When you and he said, plays with the audience. When you said. Yeah. When you said Kelly Mano, comedian. I. It's like saying DC Chimes comedian. We both know <laughs> DC. He's not a comedian. No. But he tells. He knows how to tell funny stories. That's what I think. You Kelly's could do. way funny. I know. For you sure. could do that. And no the funny bone. DC. I know. But you. But gotta, but it wouldn't be like hey what you know how many chickens does it take to no yours would be just these funny stories. I know, but I've told like I literally turned down America's Got Talent. They wanted me to come on and well, do stand up, and I told them no because yeah, would, I'm not ready for that in my life yet. Because if you do stand up, you have to tour. No, no. Eric, and, it could be. At some point in time, like I'd be by myself all the time. That would be miserable. You could do. T- I'm just trying to be your manager now. For God's sakes! And you then could, <laughs> you could do. I've been to the Funny Bone, and I you you are much funnier than them. But all you have to do is go with a cigarette in your hand and a drink in this one, kind of like Dean Martin. And you walk out and you go. You remember when there were holes in car floors? Yes. And you and then you just go. I I could I could do stand up with my eyes closed. Yeah. I have no doubts in my in my ability yeah. to do it. I just don't want to right but now. But now you it's help so much us. fun. It's yeah, so but much you're fun. helping us with other issues now. Yes. Dating. Dating. And dating. you're going through I love dating. That. Not, I, I'm not really going through dating, but I'm I'm close to going through dating. Because I asked you what you want to talk about, like advice, and you said like pet peeves. Well, we had like last time I was on here, we were talking about. Um, I think me and Lizzie got in like a tangent, like we're like ripping on men, and you said, "Well, next show we're going to talk about what women want." And uh, oh, yeah. here and, we go. And so I here I, we go. I wait, did, wait, 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 wait. So you got divorced. <laughs> yeah. You got. You came in here and you said, "I don't even need to be with nobody. I'm. I'm cool. I don't need a man. Remember that? I don't. You go. I don't need. To, I don't need nobody. And they're like, I'm. I can be friends with my ex, and he can go date whoever he wants. Are you starting to go over the line where you're like, well, if I was going to date, no way. Are you kind of edgy because everybody humans like to be with humans? Are you getting to that threshold where you're like, 
Maybe no, I'm not going to date, but if I was going to date. Like, people are starting to uh, be like, hey, I've got this brother-in-law like, kind of thing. And I was thinking more like maybe like in the spring. Like, I just, I'm, yeah. I'm not in a hurry. I don't need anybody. And yeah. and right now, anybody I would date would take time away from my kids and what I'm doing for myself, the, the weight loss and all that stuff. So I just, I would be a horrible girlfriend right now. I don't have time for anybody. Mm-hmm. So I just think, no, I, I'm good for a while. But are you, but you're, you're, no, you're known. You're known. So mm-hmm. guys are going to reach out to you whether you want their attention or not. True story. That's why I brought up the mm-hmm. pet peeves and icks and yucks yes, and yes. oohs and grosses. Yes. <clears throat> you have those? I do have some. So basically what we called pet peeves, kids nowadays call icks. Like what is the thing that your spouse does that just makes you go like, an like ick. like ick. Like now you're talking about your ex, your ex husband, or just no, 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 no. None of this is going to be like related to Jimmy. If We're it is, all, Jim, poor Jimmy alone. Poor Jimmy. No, Jimmy's great. He's he's no worries, but he does kind of fit into this first category because <laughs> my 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 pet peeve and my ick is bad drivers. If you are my my boyfriend or you are my husband and you are driving like an asshole with me in the car, okay. that is disrespectful mm-hmm. because you are like people die in car accidents every day. Right. And I just, I don't know. I just, I love a guy who like, doesn't speed like I just feel comfortable with him. I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. But men just want to speed, um, and then they bring all this chaotic energy and they got road rage and just no. Yeah. Like so, bad drivers is wait my minute, wait, number wait, one wait. ick. Let me. I guess I'm the devil's advocate for the dudes and okay. and Vic. And um, Vic, the dudes and Vic. Isn't it healthier to go? How many wrecks have you gotten in in your life? And if he says I've gotten in no wrecks, you can check my insurance, whatever you want. I've been driving like this since I was a wee tot. Isn't that fair to say you're coming into his environment? Mm-mm. No, no. So be- he has to change his way of living. Yes. for that that ten minute drive. You are his passenger, so you are in charge for everyone yeah. in your car. So it is your job to follow the the laws and, and the speed limits and not make her like I don't know. I, I Eric, I agree. Yeah, it's it's you're you're coming into his world. You're you're melding together. If he comes into your world, he might see something that yeah, I don't like. I don't like asparagus. I wish you would stop cooking asparagus. Kelly, have you thought of an older man? Derek says maybe you need an older man, like he, a fit, like a mid 50s, 60s. You know 70s. what's hilarious is what? that when I see these guys or someone's like, hey, this guy's cute. I'm like, oh my god, he's so old. And I'm like, oh shit, he's my age. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm I'm not really attracted. To older guys. If anything, I'm a little bit attracted to younger guys, and I mean hey younger. Now. I mean younger is in like you're a Sex in the City kind of chick. I think I'm not like a cougar. I'm talking right. like you know in their 30s. Well, but you got your Sex in the City haircut now too. I guess. I yeah. she's got oh. Well, here's the thing. It just depends she's on the girl you're ready. with. She's it, getting it, warmed up. Yeah. If, I, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm out, guys. But if I was to meet someone now, I get oh. yeah. So for, for, <laughs> that's but for cool. me, that's my ick. So so you guys don't have to worry about your driving because you guys aren't going to date me. But if if I date someone, <laughs> yeah, you two are awesome. Limits to her. Yes. Don't even think about it, boys. Like it's so stupid, but Francis Howell Cougar. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. Damn. Think about it. From the date number one, if he picks her up and screws up anyway from the on the drive, you're done. She's calling him out, boys. Yeah. That's that's, be prepared. Okay. I was spoiled. I dated a pilot for like two years in um in college, and he was very much like about his passenger, and like it was just so easy. I could fall asleep when we were on a road trip and not worry that he was going to kill us. I mean, like yeah, because. Pilots, they're instructed to tell them how to put the seatbelt on in the plane. Well, and anyway. just making sure they're comfortable. You're not slamming on the brakes. And Meow. it's just the quickest way to like 
Okay, that's fair. To, to anger me is like we're having a great day and that's you're fair. slamming on the brakes and you're flipping off a guy and all this chaotic energy when it's like, shit, we're just trying to go to like Piggly Wiggly, like calm the fuck down. In you Georgia. Know? <laughs> yeah, Piggly Wiggly. God forbid so, you go to Piggly Wiggly. All right, speed. so this is p- potentially, okay, he's in the car, he's screwed up, he's not a good driver. How many points, if he has 100 points in his mm-hmm. kitty, how many points come off because he's a bad driver? Five points, 20 points, he's I, just I done. I don't know. I mean, pretty much, I'm just driving. Like that, that, From now on, you're we've driving? We've definitely gotten to okay. the first mm-hmm. ick. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, let's, let's rock and roll these icks. We've got so many more. Um, another ick that, uh, um, that I put on here is when men, when you need them to like do something around the house, like you, they, you know... And they purposely do it bad so that they don't have to keep doing it. Men do that? Or, yeah. Or Wait a minute, I gotta think about that. They will start asking so many questions uh-huh. about the one thing that you asked them to do okay. that they know you're gonna go, you know what, just let me do it. Just Wait. let me do it. Just let me do it. Wait. That's I mean, a thing. That's, that is a thing. That That's a thing. That's Okay, that stop. That's such a thing, Hold on. guys. This that's is like important. plain dumb. It's right? not. Vic, that is unfair. Because I have been scolded by every girlfriend I've ever had because I'm the kind of person that just takes the entire load of laundry in the closet and dump the whole thing in. And they're uh, like, what are you doing? No. There are reds in there. There's whites. Even there. I do two colors. <laughs> <laughs> two so, colors. I, I, I don't know any better. Well, I, I don't I, care. I'm not trying to do it to make mm-hmm. someone mad. I just, this is how no, I do it. No, it. it could be something as simple as like, hey, I need you to change this doorknob on this door. That's not and easy. And then he's like, well, I don't, yes, it is. I can it's change a doorknob. It's not easy. It, the doorknob can be a jar. <laughs> it doesn't shut anymore. I, Oh my God! Look, I'm the kind you of, two would kill each other in ten I'm minutes. The Murder. Of, look, <laughs> I have not owned a lawnmower. We'd be on in, Dateline in thirty years. <laughs> Why haven't you owned a lawnmower in thirty I years? I haven't. I because I call somebody to do it. To do it, it gets done. Do you live on like acres or something? I sometimes do. Yes, sometimes. And do. There, and he and, lives a he lives a very interesting he, life. Yes, so he has I lots also, of properties. I and when you're talking about the doorknob, I've tried. And one time I couldn't get the little brass thing in and I let it live there for years and the door never shut. Christy and said you're w- not allowed to do laundry and, anymore. And it, no. And it was yeah, not my exactly, fault. Exactly, Christy. <laughs> what is wrong? What's, what's number two? Oh. That was number three. Or um, number three. Rude to people in the service three. industry, like waiters, waitresses. Yes. I've never had any Guys do that, that on a date? Yes. Apparently so. I had yeah, so many people. Them. Kelly's dead on on that one. Yeah, I agree. Dead on. I think we all agree. If anybody's worked in the service industry, you are not Because that's how guilty that's how you'll treat because you other. know how that's it exactly feels right right that's yeah. exactly right yeah if you somebody accidentally brings you out the wrong d- drink and you have a complete meltdown just stop it already that is embarrassing okay yeah i've i've never been with somebody who's done that so but a, a lot yeah. of people um answered it. a lot of people also said that they hate their big ick with the guys is baby talk and i 100 what's baby talk like when he's like a oh, baby like hey like whenever like he just starts talking like baby talk okay yeah I you, do you not like that you want a man uh, yeah I want be a man, man. <laughs> dude what? she so, likes bosa right. man so what, what were you, you here when we showed the pictures of bosa in the underwear I, yeah yeah but maybe bosa talks baby talk hey yep. how you doing <laughs> how, how you doing kelly you sweet gonna, little I'm, thing i'm gonna block your ass into the ground <laughs> um <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh my god! The the next one, the next one. These all go together. Two scores. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna read these all because this is the one where the women just came out swinging. Here we go. All right. So yes. I wait a minute. You did a poll. Yeah. Oh, you rock. I, she's yeah. got an audience. I've got <laughs> So the number one complaint from women about their husbands. Mm-hmm. Here we go. 
is bad hygiene. Mm. And it yeah, comes from bad this. breath. One, putting his nasty feet on me, chewing and slurping too much, mm. um, too many toenails, or clipping his toenails in the bed. He farts just like my dad and oh. has to turn off. He sniffs up <laughs> snot when he's eating. He sneezes too loud. It's not normal. He chews like a cow. I want to slap him every day. He takes a shit with the bathroom open. He doesn't flush the toilet all the way. He sucks the toilet, or he sucks the water out of his toothbrush after he rinses every morning, and he hocks loogies in the sink and doesn't wash it down. You men are disgusting. Wow. The one that gets me the most out of that whole Maybe list is he farts just like my dad. Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) So I don't think men understand like when your wife is like, don't do that. That's gross. Like she really means (laughs) that that is gross. Okay. First of all, that goes both ways. You you bet it does. Because women are disgusting. This is a human thing. This isn't a chick versus guy thing because women. mm, 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 mm. Women are. No. Men are gross. No. My experience with women has been awesome from a hygiene oh, standpoint okay. yeah nobody's no, been really? gross and disgusting really yeah like like you didn't men... live in seattle very long did you <laughs> no i would not date in seattle okay. uh, so here's the thing mm. it, it, we're not your and locker i'm room. happy now <laughs> we're not we're not your locker room buddy okay mm-hmm. we don't want to have a farting contest with yeah. you like a, yeah. a well-placed yeah i get that a well-placed fart could be really funny yeah. it, on a, in a relationship, right? I'm not saying like you never <laughs> fart in front of each other. It has to be well placed, but, though. Okay. But if you're just like ripping ass like all the time, and then <laughs> you know, <laughs> and certainly don't take a blanket and put it over their head, and then you're stuck in there with the. Oh fart. my God! You've been Dutch ovened. My husband yes. did it on our honeymoon. Oh, Dave, yes. that is a good way to break the ice. By That's the way, that is literally and what look, he you've been did. For Forty years. Well, yeah, literally. I mean, <laughs> See, he literally did that. I would think a Dutch oven would be kind of funny. I think well, I did it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, that. But the way that you, <laughs> the way we can hear you in the shower, like hawking up spit, Wait. and like it's Wait. so like how do you expect us to stay attracted to you when you're coming out like? Do men know a, this? A mouth have they have they told their men this? Because men need mm. to hear this. I think they say like that's gross. Don't do that. And the guys think that they're not serious because they don't like yell at them for it. But they say like, please stop clipping your toenails on our. Everything bed. you're saying is fair. Yeah. Everything you're, you're saying is You fair. just have to remember that 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 your wife yeah. needs to stay attracted to you. Yeah. And if you're walking around dragging your knuckles and breathing through your mouth yeah. and hawking loogies, <laughs> and, it's freaking disgusting. And this, that's this, a two-way street, though, too. Yes. Female. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want... And this is why I will die on this hill. And th- this we can talk about a little bit later if you want. Or now, is that men and women, once you've been married... This does not apply to newlyweds, so just shut up if you're a newlywed. If you've been married a couple <laughs> of years or longer... Separate bedrooms is the 100% key to a happy marriage. Seriously? Oh, I 100%. thought she was going to go the other way. I thought she was going Swing the other way. That's the, I yeah. thought when you said uh, different bed, I think you're going to that's death. I will never, ever live with someone again and not have my own bedroom. What ever. You, it's called a basement. My brother and sister-in-law do, do they that. do that too? Yeah. I'm all yeah. for, the, uh, for separate bathrooms if you had the money. This is not 1954. My God, this is... Poor Donna says her husband fell asleep on her wedding night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But think about it. If you have the separate bedrooms, then you have your own space to clip your toenails and hawk your loogies and all of that stuff. And it's not about sex because Mm -hmm. a lot of the people who who chimed in were like, my husband and I got separate bedrooms like 15 years ago and we've never been happier. It's not about sex. It's about rest. She's like, if anything, we have more sex because we're both rested. You got to be rested. A woman has, guys, I'm going to tell you, I was married for 15, Mm -hmm. 16 years. Okay. A yeah. woman needs to feel appreciated. Yes. She needs her sleep. And most of the time, a back rub or a foot rub will go 
miles in accomplishing what you're yeah, trying to accomplish. Yeah, let us sleep, people. Let us sleep. <laughs> yeah. Those three things. But I just think about it like how unhealthy everyone's sleeping habits are because their yeah. husbands are snoring or they're scratching Correct. their toenails. And it doesn't mean you can never stay in each other's rooms. I mean, it could be like, hey, I'm coming to your place tonight down the hall. You know, place. but then- well, if, if you're in different rooms, I mean, how does that work? Do you have to schedule time to sleep together? No, it happens natural. Well, it, it happens natural? Well, that, well, if you start scheduling stuff, that could be an issue. Okay. Because a woman is not on a schedule a either. I've learned together. that. Well, I three I, o'clock. I Let's have, go. I have a different outlook on that. We can go there if you want, but I'm just telling you right now, separate bedrooms will save marriages. And if it's not completely separate bedrooms, it's like you have a man cave with a couch where yeah. you can like go for like long periods of time. Hey, baby, because my man cave. <laughs> you know, cave. I just sometimes I just don't want to be around people anymore, and I just I want to be scrolling on my phone, and, and people are coming in and they're out and they're asking me questions. Yeah, hey, you've separate also bedrooms. given appreciation. A woman said, "You know what? This whole talk is giving me a new appreciation for my husband." Because mm-hmm. she may have thought that he wasn't that great. Now she hears what other guys are yeah. doing. Yeah. Damn, that grass is not co- greener on the other side of the I fence. I agree with what you just said. I will say this. Laughter in a ra- relationship mm-hmm. is 100% the cure to all of these problems. If you right. can be with someone yeah. and all of a sudden you just out of nowhere just start laughing, laughing. and yes. having fun, then the, the clothes on the bathroom floor, they kind of vanish. The kid stuff kind of vanish. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah you are. I agree. 100%. 100%. And, and, but not and, laugh when you take off your clothes. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I, I, I definitely don't laugh when the woman takes. <laughs> so, the so Kelly, have you heard of the new game called Guess My Fart? You don't play this with like oh, Guess know. My Fart. No. Jill on the show. No, I'm serious. <laughs> oh there there is a new like I, I swear. Oh, no. Hold on. There's a new uh, 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 thing that people are doing on social media. They're doing and they're playing this game with their significant <laughs> others called Guess My Fart. Oh my god. And what what are you guessing about? You guess what it's what it's going to oh, sound like. That's no, like those fart no, machines. No, no, you, no. <laughs> I am not having sex with you. And I, I just saw it fart. the other day, and her 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 Joe, fart. You've gone yeah. down some weird roads before. Um, yeah, this is this is. It, that's a bad. That's road. the first thing. How many is. joints have you had this morning? None. That's wow, probably that's probably okay. the problem. All that's, right, I get that's it. Probably the problem. Okay. Said, I'm not a prude. A, a well-timed fart can be funny. Like I don't expect you to be in a relationship and never fart in front of each other. But don't treat her like your locker room buddy. You need to remember that she needs to stay attracted to you. Yeah. You know, and vice versa. There's some legitimate things that you've said. Now let's get to the positives. Oh, there's not really any. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's not really any. <laughs> We do have a video Kelly wanted us to run, so you let us know when you want to run that <laughs> Which video. Which one? Well, is it the black guy? Yeah, the black guy. In the bed? <clears throat> okay, so this is for dating. This is not necessarily for... Um, Pro Joe, when you get a chance, pop up that video, man. Yeah, so a lot... like. People who date now, what I hear over and over and over again from people is that they don't know how the other person feels about them. They have to wonder. They have to guess. That's huge. They don't text back. Because somewhere we started telling each other that if you show yourself to that person and tell them like, hey, I'm really attracted to you, that suddenly they'll be like, oh, you're too easy. And it's yes, like, no, I you agree. need to communicate. Yes. And and this, so I saw this, this guy. This is the real me. I saw this guy's yeah. TikTok. And this is, if you're in the dating world, yeah. I, I, I think this is important, what he says. Motherfucker be like, what you looking for in a relationship? Obsession? <laughs> I ain't looking for nothing but obsession. I need you to be obsessed with me. And I ain't going for nothing less. Uh-huh. You can expect double text. I'm going to check up on you, ask you if you ate. I'm going to see how you're doing today. I'm going to ask you if you're having a good morning. I'm going to ask you if you're having a good day at work. Yes, I expect to hear from you every day, and I want to see you a lot. Doing none of that half-ass shit. If you mind, you mind. And I'm standing on that, and I'm claiming what's mine. I want to be around my person 24-7. 
Well, maybe not 24-7, but a lot. <laughs> but a lot. But it, it just, well said. Yeah. I, like, I like his headboard design. I, I think that um, that if, if you like each other and, and the feeling is mutual and it's kind of new, like, we don't have to go that slow. Like, like shit, put me in your family group chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think, I mean, maybe obsession is like a strong word, but nobody wants to guess how you feel about them. Yeah. Correct. That's the, and I, I saw a quote once that said like. Especially when you're in a relationship yes. too. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because they said, if you don't know how he feels about you, he doesn't like you. But it, but uh-huh. it, yeah. I agree with that. But if he wanted uh-huh. to, like he would. And so it's just like, if I'm, if I start dating somebody and, and we're only like a weekend, but we really like each other, I'll be a stage five cleaner. Like, I don't, I don't care. There's no reason to like pretend like you don't like the other one Correct. because you're scared. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's just the easiest I think it has way to, to do be it. Organic. I sure. think there's, you can't pre preemptively, uh, you, can. you can't, if, if your girlfriend or your boyfriend says, I need you to do this, that is a kiss of death. I don't need you to tell me what you need me to do. Mm-hmm. I'm especially people in our age group. Maybe if you're 18, okay, right. maybe it's a learning experience. But in our age group, there's no I need you to do anything. You either are with me before because you like being with me. Right. Or we're not going to be together. Mm-hmm. But there's some compromise to be made there. Like you in no, a demand. I'm talking about demand. You wouldn't oh. want to be with a guy that says I need you to scale back TikTok a little bit if you love me. Yeah, no. That's a kiss of death, right? Yeah. And that's that's over the top kiss of death. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you cannot be with... And I do agree with that. I need to know if you actually like me. Yeah. Conversation and laughter are two like yes, the biggest... Yes, they are. And laughter especially... But if doubt creeps in, that can be an issue. Oh, yeah. yeah. I tell girls all the time, even like uh, my daughters and her friends, like men they're 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 insecure just like everyone else they 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 have a fear of rejection so if of course you like, we do. if you like somebody whether you're 16 years old or you're on a, a dating app the girl should just say i really like you and i would love to spend more time with you and then the ball's in his court correct don't make him wonder tell him i like you i want to get to know you better balls in your this court is such a 2023 thing because yeah. back when i was in high school our next door neighbors were these this couple they had to be in their 60s they were together for 30 45 50 whatever mm-hmm. years they neither one of them talked to each other the guy yeah. sat in the chair this is this is an 80s thing sat in the chair watching matlock or whatever the woman would make dinner she wouldn't say anything and you would go in there and it was just creepy but they loved it that was their life yeah, yeah. It was what about, a different thing. But that what about direct? Yeah. That was kind of like my in-laws. They yeah. were the same way. Direct yeah. answers are good too, aren't they? Yeah. No. Hey, do you do you still want this or not? Yeah. And that yeah. well, you're here at my house, right? Yeah. I'm like, and, no, but you didn't say yes. So here's a great thing. So if you've been in a relationship, is for, that fine to hear? Well, you're at my house, aren't you? What no, is that, what no, does that mean? that's not okay. But yeah, what, what, does that what even is mean? okay is that checking in with your partner and, and knowing like what capacity are you at today? Like, are you just already drained by two o'clock? I need to know that because then I'm not going to be yes. offended yes. by, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's a great theory called the spoon theory. And like Jimmy and I used it all the time where every morning you wake up, you have so many spoons. One day you've got seven, one day you've got 20. It just depends on how you feel and how you slept and everything you do that day takes a spoon. Oh. So I brush my teeth sense. that took a spoon. I went to work that took a spoon. I, I made 
need a business call that. And when when you run out of spoons, I always say I'm out of spoons. Yeah. Like I, I'm going, I'm going to my to the bed for the night. Like I don't want to be mm-hmm. bothered. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm in a bad mood for really no reason. Like, but you just can't help it. Sometimes. Like, yeah, like it's just like I don't know. Like my clothes don't fit weird today, and like I can hear this and it's bothering me. It is okay to say I'm in a bad mood. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And I need my space tonight. Yeah. And so that, Vic, I think what you're saying is like, if somebody's saying to you like, well, I'm here, aren't I? They, they are not in a full capacity that day. And if that's something that hurts your feelings, then you need to tell them, I only want you here on the days that you can be like full capacity for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. there's days where you can't, I get it. Yeah. But take, take, that, take that back with you. Yeah. Only, only come to me when you can give me all of you, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think if somebody says, you know, do you like me? And then they say to you, well, you're at my house, don't you? That's probably a positive way of saying I wouldn't even have No, it's here. not. You don't think so? No. See, I don't know because that's at any age. No. I've heard that all around. I, I'm so. It's, it's, I think people are just because of. Uh, do you even so the? It's, I it's, see what you're saying. It's answering a question with a question, it's and like, you shouldn't do that. Okay, okay. Do you even like me? It's it's somebody reaching out to yeah. another person, going, "Do you even like me?" And, and then you're it, at my house, aren't you? That is not an answer. No, that okay. that is a deflection, one hundred percent. It means nothing. It no. means nothing. Then. Do you like me? Yes, of course I like you. Then you can say, "Look, I'm here at your house," but yeah. no, you have to say the words like, "I, I think, like you." I think you have to. You also have to say, I have a problem with this. Yeah. This is what I'm having. A, I'm, 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 I'm struggling. Feel, yes. I'm yes. struggling <clears throat> I, as a person. And I would like, if you have, if you can watch mm-hmm. this, watch this. If you care enough about me to help me with this problem, we can work through it together. If yeah. you don't care about, you'll forget about it and I will continue with this problem. Yeah. yeah. You right? brought up the word yeah. communication. I read yeah. an article, I don't know, a couple of years ago, huge. 90, it was over 90% of relationships end are the ones that do end and, <clears throat> end. Because of lack of communication mm-hmm. or one person not understanding what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And another thing that I think is really big is that not everything has to be solved in one day. So we we somehow along the way gain this mentality that you can never go to bed without like solving an argument. You can never go to bed mm-hmm. angry because they might die in their sleep or something random like that. No. Sometimes I need a break and I need yes. to sleep on this. I like I love you. I'm still angry and, and I'm not going anywhere. But... I can't talk about this anymore today. Like after 10 p.m., like I can't talk about anything important. I need to sleep on it. Yes. <laughs> is yes. it fair to that say? Is, so is it fair to say that some to most of the fights that a couple have are so meaningless? I, yes, like, because I, like, you're tired. Well, most, like, most. Are. Like I always say, I go. I don't mind having a fight <clears throat> with you. But I don't want to fight about stupid crap. And, and I know it's not stupid to you, but can we ever have a fight about something substantive? And do you know why you fight about little things? Because you're both exhausted. Because you're yes. not getting good sleep. You don't have your own space in the house. Yes. I mean, like, I need my own space to, like, be a slob and be, like, I'm messy. I'm a messy person, like, in general. I need a, a room to be messy in. Yeah. Um, and so I'll ke- I can keep the kitchen clean and I can keep the living room clean, but I, give me my mess. I have ADD. And so then, like, it's just... You're tired. You're grumpy. Lack of sleep. Is it, could you, Separate bedrooms. <laughs> is yeah. it possible to say like, um, "I'm tired, grumpy. We're having a bad night. We'll fix this tomorrow by going to Top Golf and offsetting it." Sure. Like, just, yeah. I just I I I don't believe the thing of like you can't go to bed mad, because I think that that's just unrealistic. Well, because the fights will escalate. I was told that early on in our marriage. So we would stay up when we were young Mm -hmm. in our early 20s and fight and fight and fight and fight. It would be two or three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I'm still really mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. And people would tell me. And so when I finally got my own brain and said, 
I don't like you right now. I just don't. And I'm going to start saying things that I mean now, but I might not mean it two days from now. So just let me go to bed. By the next morning, I'm probably not even mad about it anymore. Right. Like a lot of times I'll have clarity the next morning or I'll feel a little bit different about it. Me too. And I'm like, if you keep pushing me right now, Uh like you're not going to get a good version of me, but let's, let's talk about it tomorrow. Let's set time aside. So that was another one. Um, As far as, uh, what to do to help the marriage. Somebody brought this up and I think that it is brilliant. Um, She has a Google calendar with her husband, obviously, but also she has on there like the one or two things she needs him to do that day. So she can say, uh, Emma's got volleyball at seven. I'm going to take her when you get home tonight. uh, If you could just load the dishwasher and check on the ice machine because it's broken. Uh And then he, then he knows exactly what what she needs from him that night and he can do it. He can't say he forgot. He can't say she didn't tell him. So she said, if you share Google, a Google calendar and put on there like the things you need him to do. Yeah. You know, and the same thing if he needs a button sewn on his shirt or something that yeah. way your expectations of that day for that person are just laid out there. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah for good. people who live together and or are married. Mm-hmm. If there's yeah. a, so are you saying that if one person is doing more or accomplishing more that over time there be resentment will build up saying, I'm doing, I'm pulling the train here. Of course. No matter how you feel about that person, you're like, when I come home, I know that I've done more for this relationship. So that that will lead me into what I think is the number one killer of all marriages. Here we go. Number one killer of all marriages is that you get married and you marry this guy who's like on top of his stuff and, and then he just morphs into another kid for you to take care of. He does. He morphs into another kid. He starts like sinking into the couch and not really like, you know, letting you do whatever you want. And then it's like, well, she makes all the decisions. She wears the pants. And the more he does that, the the less he does. And then it's like, damn it. Like, you're just another kid for me to take care of. Get your ass up. Help me with this house. Help me with these kids. And and that's not sexy. When you morph into like another kid that, that she has to take care of. Yeah. Mm-mm, it's over. I get it. It Woo. is you over. You got to be the man. There's a lot you of have shit. to be the man. Yep. yep. You, you do, you do have to be the men man. Men need to provide leadership in the family. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that you can't have an outspoken wife that's you know makes most of the decisions, but there still has to be some kind of masculine energy there 100%. to make her feel feminine. She doesn't want to be the masculine one in the house. No, she does not want true. to. Yeah. I promise you she doesn't want to. She wants somebody who can make her feel feminine. Yeah. Is this hitting home, Eric? Is it hitting home for you? <laughs> but, 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 you but you are spot on. Dude, that's fine. That happens. The men will morph into this extra kid for you, and yeah. you don't want that. So I really like, I find my husband <clears throat> absolutely the most attractive when he's in the leader in the household. Still 100%. Jammer on and stuff like that. But when there is something big or there's a crisis, it used to be they looked to me. But when we change that and they look to their dad, Life is so okay, much that's easier. So Lizzie, that's go to so the bedroom. Let, yeah. me, let me bring this yeah. up. So you got divorced. You're still amicable. Beyond yeah. amicable, you're still oh, living yeah. Like best friends. Okay, so let me ask you this. Cray cray. You haven't brought up romance at all in any of this because you're, you're bringing up the tactical mm-hmm. stuff, the day-to-day. You you sound like you and your husband are like, we could still be married. Except Ex-husband. Is there something in the bedroom that is <laughs> like, and I don't mean to be personal so, well, because, because that to a lot of relationships is like i'm just not getting it no more you know, so i'm not gonna- I like them fine <laughs> i like not them just, me some. Well, I like the sex fine. part is why it separates i know but we haven't talked about that at all the connection yeah okay so i'm not going to talk about anything personal no, but i do have a very strong views on this and you have to listen here we go put on your listening ears yeah. okay 
intimacy and sex are two different things. Okay. Boom. Okay. So if if you're in the kitchen okay. and and your boyfriend comes up behind you and he wraps his arm around you and he kisses you on the neck and he tells you he loves you, yeah. and then he continues with what he's doing and goes out and does his yard work, that is intimacy. Yeah. Mm. Now if mm-hmm. that now, agree agree. Now if you come in the kitchen mm-hmm. and you put your arms around her and you kiss her neck and you're like, let's do it on the kitchen floor. That's sex. Oh, uh, wait okay? a minute. Wait, 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 wait. No, you wait a minute. Okay. Okay? Because if she thinks every time you come and wrap your arms around her and kiss her on the neck that you're going to expect sex, okay. she's going to bristle up. Yeah. yeah. And be like, true. and be like, I can't. But, it, but if she knows that you're just intimate with her at various times during the day, she can sink into that and know that she's not going to have to like drop trowel right there. And, you know, because women have yeah. shit to do. Yeah. And, and a, lo- a lot of women believe like Bot on a lot of women don't want to be spontaneous when it comes to sex. Okay. And so true. So mm. same thing with like, okay, if you guys are going to watch a movie, right. And you're going to spoon and you're going to hold her. If every time you're poking her in the butt with your boner, like, <laughs> like, it, it, like, as, you know, guilty. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So she, but if you do it every time, <laughs> that's true. That what you're saying is true. Way. So yeah. s- snuggling and watching yeah. a movie and not yeah. having sex is intimacy. There you go. But, Correct. But when you, when snuggling and watching a movie ends in sex, it's not intimacy anymore. It's sex. Yeah. So if if you expect sex every single time you guys spoon just because you press your boner up against her. <laughs> Then, then she's not going to want to spoon with you anymore because no. she's not in the mood. But no. if you give her intimacy on a regular basis that does not follow up with sex, uh-huh. then she's going to just relax like a thousand percent. Are you at, at all interested in going out to lunch with Lizzie and saying, how have you guys been together for 40 years and be and make it work? It's I'm, 40 years already? Well, we've been married 30. He's right. We've been married 35 and we were together six years When I was going to, to my high school homecoming mm-hmm. game, she get married at fifteen. I saw her twenty-two. I saw her and her husband outside of a house. Think about how long ago that was. Yeah, when I went to my homecoming game. Yeah, Lizzie was right there outside of her uh, house, getting ready to go to the same homecoming. Yep, game, yep. I believe. Yep. We and were. I, I always want to go to dinner with those kind of people. Yeah, they don't have a lot of opinions. They just stay together. Lizzie, like, do you have like some secret that we don't yeah, know about? Good question. I, I do, and a lot of what you said is spot on. It was. Any time that I found that my husband put too much on me that even because I am very assertive Mm -hmm. and I am a leader, but he would bow down to that Mm -mm. and like go away, we would have difficulty in our marriage. But when he would be the man, still let me do all the stuff that I'm doing, but be like, hey, can I help you with something? Hey, Mm -hmm. let me go take the kids. Hey, let me do this. His life is wonderful. And it's because Mm -hmm. I'm not as stressed. I want a real man. Yes. And we communicate incessantly. And he takes it well. If I go, honey, I'm just a bitch right now. I don't feel good. Could you please go in the other room and do your thing? Mm -hmm. And we sleep in the same room. But he definitely has. And we share an office, too. But he's in there more. We we often are not in the same room if we're crabby or we need space or whatever. But I agree Mm -hmm. with a lot of what you said is Mm -hmm. that a true, strong woman not a, they want a man they mm-hmm. want a man and i do say to my husband and he doesn't always do it but i would be like honey it's really important to me that you fix this and this yeah. he knows i can't do it i'm not you i yeah. can't get on one of those forklifts so if he does it mm-hmm. now if he doesn't do it right away i've also learned that i have to give him slack maybe he just didn't sure. do that Look at day this level of, yeah. this mm-hmm. level of it's going back and forth yeah it's it, i'm just trying but to soak see, it up. this is what i'm talking about 40 years of of knowledge mm-hmm. based into this level of uh, mm-hmm. 
granulization. Yeah, and it took us a while to get there. And you said the best thing. And David even popped up on the chat line, laughter. We can have- It's the key. It's the key. There's, I've had a stroke before. I've done stuff. And when I had a stroke, I was kind of mean in there, apparently. And he literally would try to make funny and call me names, but I found it funny. When I would act like a bitch, he would go, shut up, um, stroke face. And for whatever (laughs) reason, that made me laugh. Wow. I love it. No, I get it. It it. made me laugh. Do not try that at home, man. Yeah, but but I know that he genuinely loved me despite the fact my face was like this and all this. He had had enough with my bitching, Mm -hmm. and he was doing everything already. He had all the kids. He was driving, and I just sat there with my face all ugly. And he finally told me like that. That's that is such a great story. And, and, and he was because so funny. If I you mean, can't find laughter, yes. you, if you Gotta can't laugh. find that, you might as well, please, pack your bags, yeah. leave yeah. nice You've got to be. You're you right. Because if you, if you don't have that conversation and laughter in a relationship, mm-hmm. you'll find it with someone else. It ain't happening yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have it. I'll be all, here all week. Don't forget to yeah, give your Both of what you guys are saying is spot <laughs> on. And another thing is tolerance of some of the stuff they do. Because there's a lot of things my husband does that I cannot stand. Like when he chooses cereal. Oh, that like, was on my list like 40 <laughs> times. Uh. <laughs> and so I leave the room, because I used to say something like, David, but I'm oh. like, that wasn't attractive of me to what, do that either. What is, what is his pet peeve with you that he has said? Oh, he's, he's got a lot, but you know what he's smart? He doesn't tell me what they are we'll, we'll take him out time. for a beer today. but he says he has a lot oh i'm sure he does how how could he not? i can't wait but, to find out but most of the time what he does i'm sure it's whenever he just goes in the <laughs> other room and it's like just stop it with that my god he will go into his office and he'll be like i've had enough out of her but he's been in the later years when we were younger he told me all the stuff he didn't like about me now he just doesn't you know what i want back in the day my um I remember the the I don't know if there was an, I'd go in the backyard to my brother's house and there'd be four women drinking wine around the uh, mm. around the fence post. Yeah. And it seemed like she would go out in a good mood and she would come back pissed off. <laughs> I that know sounds why. like trouble. You know, I know why. And I don't I never understood, I guess, that what they were just talking about each other's husbands and mm-hmm. how bad their life yeah, but was. Yeah, but rumor that's a great point. It was, yeah, but it was rumors great. are bad. Rumors can ruin relationships yeah. very fast. Or as well. comparing your your what your husband does to somebody else. Because they're not the same people. So if your neighbor's husband does this and that, like they're different people. But yeah, girls can get each other fired up about their husbands. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. You got you gotta have your you, your girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, whatever. Yeah. You got to have each other's back. Yeah. yeah. All that, the Yes, that's got, huge. Okay. Because so, men want to be respected 100%. and know where they stand. So mm-hmm. if I am you, if, in, if there's a friend yeah. that's starting a bunch of crap or has started crap, your girlfriend is going to have to stand up to that or you guys have yeah. no chance. Yeah. Or an in-law, a mom-in-law. Or yes. If I am in a relationship with someone and this went for Jimmy or anyone mm. in the future, I am as loyal as a gang member. I mean, if mm. you don't like that person, I don't like that person. That means yeah. you'd shank them. Isn't that yeah, seriously. like For sure. If, yes. if they yes. did something horrible to you, then... I don't like him either. So yeah. you gang up. Yeah. Guys. Yes. Like, you guys are like army. You ants. have to have, you have to have your, <laughs> like your, Democrat. your yeah. husband's yes. back. You and have to have their back and, and be that support whenever. Yeah. A hundred percent. And literally Loyalty you have to say, everything. okay, my husband or whoever robbed a bank, but you have to then with, pure loyalty go what did that bank do to you Woo! what did that bank so i, I mean i don't that's, know if i'd be that loyal i am that loyal to my husband <laughs> don't get it on that tape. no matter what he does somebody must have done it to him first okay. so, so 
So, yeah. So I I wouldn't go that far because like then if you rob a bank you're a moron, but I would I I would cover I would cover for my husband. I would cover yeah, for yeah, him. I yeah. would lie for him. Mm-hmm. Um if he had done mm-hmm. something stupid and I had the opportunity to like cover and lie for him, I would. That yeah, that's for loyalty sure, to for me. For sure. Absolutely. But then in, in at home, I would say you're a dumbass. You robbed that bank out in public. I'm defending you, but here you're a dumbass. Here come the cops. Get under the bed. Yeah, hurry yeah. up. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, because so here- loyalty means that I that your wife can go off and bitch with her friends yeah. about what you do, but you know she's not talking bad mm-hmm. about you as a person mm-hmm. she's just venting about things yeah if she's loyal to you she's not going to drag you through the mud and make you look bad as a person right you, you cannot know. talk right. bad or poorly about your husband mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. boyfriend girlfriend wow. spouse to anybody else correct you just I, can't i think you can vent i think there's a healthy i think there's a healthy venting like the, healthy venting and and then bashing someone are two different yes things. you're right yeah. so if if i have a girlfriend but you have to be careful you say it to too though because somebody if it's to that town gossiper, they can take yeah. venting mm-hmm. yeah. and doop, turn because, it into oh, something yeah. much more malice. You have to find the right person then, because I think I give great advice. So I, I always of have people do. coming you do. to me, you do wanting to vent, and it's like they're not saying like, "Oh my god, I hate my husband. How do I push him off a cliff?" Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, "Hey, like, how do I, how do I communicate with him that I want this or that?" And and mm-hmm. somehow I so an you've given out. a lot of good, good advice. Give some sure advice to the guys right now. Because guys, we're not emotional for the most part. Yeah, not, that's the number one problem. We don't problem. live in emotion. We live. We're pissed off sometimes because yeah. because of, uh, in, but you guys are just true emotion. For sure. Give us some. Ex- and then I have a question. Get you guys w- will probably bring the emotion into the race. How do we deal with that? How do we deal with? I don't know if she's going to be in a good mood today or a bad Ask mood. Her. Ask, Ask her. her. Yeah. She's not going to tell you that. Yes, she will. Here's here's the yeah, number one problem a guy has. What's wrong, sweetheart? Nothing. But that's the truth. When you hear that no. nothing, you are in. How are you like, doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. I hate that. I know. Sometimes it's. <laughs> Another fist bump. Yeah. Get some. <laughs> Guys will say, man, so, you know what? I had a bad day. My boss is a complete idiot. Whatever. But a, a woman. I'm fine. Nothing. But that's on her. She needs to explain that better because I would be like, uh, I don't know. Just like the, the sounds are loud and my, my, I feel fat today and I'm just not having a good day. I love it. Like that's that's why don't women she, do that. They should. They should have. They totally should. Yeah. You know, because I, you know, when Jimmy and I first got married, I would come home and be like, I'm in such a bad mood. I just want to be left alone. And he would follow me around the house like a puppy dog. <laughs> like, What's wrong? How do I fix it? What's wrong? And I'm like, yeah. it's not you. It's not anyone. There's, I, yeah, I'm just crabby point. today yeah. for no reason. And I just want to be crabby for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> so just leave yeah. me alone. Find your um, corner. I, you know what I think is important? And I don't know how you feel about this. I think in a, in a marriage type relationship, a guy needs a man cave. Well, yeah, yeah. I think I, mean, I agree. I'm not saying once a man cave. I think it's literally imperative just that a guy separate bedrooms. It's easy has that. a man cave. And I like I like the separate bedroom. It's I, amazing I because my husband would never want that. No, He'd think never about want that. He probably no, I mean, I where I was. See, I can see how it would work. I feel yeah, like I'm married to Tyler Moore. Well, hang on. Like just because you have separate bedrooms doesn't mean you have to sleep separate. Like you could still go and sleep in his bed every night if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah. But if it's a night where you just really need your rest, yeah. or you're not feeling well, or he's snoring loud, I think yeah. that se- okay. separating All your right. separating your space will take so much like annoyance out of you know what it worked for. For me for a while when I worked the mm-hmm. morning show because I would get up yeah. at 3 a.m. That's the other thing is different schedules. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a night owl. I, it worked for a while. 
Yeah, for a while. <laughs> and then, someone said, "Someone said, go to Guitar Center, Eric." You know yeah. what? <laughs> you think that's a joke, Aaron? But that's yeah. For me, that's what I do. Yeah. When I get stressed out and I need to get away, you yeah. go somewhere you like. And I've seen everything in Guitar Center about yeah. a million times, and I still like to just walk around and be around I, musical yeah. instruments. Yeah. I think that having separate bedrooms has nothing to do with the sex, and I mm-hmm. think that most couples who do have separate bedrooms probably have more sex because they don't have to hear their husband like hawking loogies in the shower and farting and shitting and you know. <laughs> or if you or if you fall asleep or and you snoring. wake up, you can always go to the other room too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like you're living separate lives. You just have your own space. And then, Vic, did you have, you have a question? Yeah, I need help with this. Uh-oh. Or at least I've been told in the past I was not. And then guy. I've got one other topic that and I, I got. I, one other I, thing I wanna. I got. And we're going a little long because that's okay. We've Keep got going. a mass. Okay, here's the thing. I've been told that I'm not. I have a big heart, mm-hmm. but I'm not romantic enough. So that you have to find out what your hmm. girl's definition of romance is. Because for me, mm-hmm. a candlelight dinner and flowers, gross. Like that is, there's nothing romantic to me about that. Oh my God. I think this is a legitimate question no, for guys. every female but is different. Take me on a walk in the fall to a bonfire. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's romance to me. Like, like every girl is different. You can't just go by the book and the movies and be like, here's flowers and a dinner. That's not like, that's not my thing. And so if if I had somebody who wasn't being romantic, I would have to say like, here's what I love. Here's what I like when you do. And here's, you know, yeah. yeah. Romance is not dinner and flowers for me. So find out what she would consider romantic. Once again, everything gets back to communication. Yeah. Yeah. Find out what her favorite A woman is a complicated machine. Yes. For sure. And I've always let, you're a scientist, get the manual out and just ask a bunch of questions. Yep. Mm -hmm. Write it down and know it and then work that manual. You know what you should do? You should take, okay, next time you're with whoever you're with, you should have Bing right there. Yeah. And, and AI, chat GPT, say, we're having a problem, Bing. No. How do we fix no. this? And see what AI says. You know what's romantic to me? Don't bring a third party in. That's, it's not a third party. <laughs> the most- it's, a, it's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys are like that. Why do you think the rise of do, and this is a true story, the rise of guys buying robot companions because, because they want it, because they want a companion companion but they don't want the complexities that he just brought up of mm-hmm. trying to deal with that companion no, i want to know the, the i want to go to a tesla factory and just pick, pick one out you know? do you have one i could see you buying one i totally would but could a woman want a comp- a robot companion as well? No. They have them. No. But a man <laughs> in Japan is a big deal. Eric, right they now. have but them. I'm not done with Vic's question because okay. you have to find out from her what she considers romantic. So yes, there you, you go. need to find out what's your favorite like romantic comedy movie and then watch that. What are the characters that she likes? Like you could be romantic. I mean, it would be so hot if so a guy he has was to like, watch a rom com. Yeah. Or you could be mm-hmm. like, Hey, I heard this song on the radio today and it reminded me of you and send her that. Oh. That is so romantic. Yeah, yeah, I've done those things in my life that's nice. that's, a good one. that's nice that's a good one if a guy tells you like a song reminds you of him that's a hot like the hot or, okay yeah, i want to be ever. told if i'm effing up things and we're yeah. all different yeah if i'm eff- be direct yeah that's i'm direct with people be I'm direct so with direct. me i'm so direct yeah, okay. gotta once again communication 97 percent of the world's problems start with miscommunication mm-hmm. and over 90 percent of relationships end because of Lack of yeah. communication or miscommunication. You've got to communicate. You got to talk. You can't be afraid. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's that's why Jimmy and I are having such an amicable split because he and I communicate like bosses. Like we are okay, so good at communication. And why my ex-wife and I, seven eight years after the fact, still can't 
and that's along awful. because we have no that's, communication. That's awful. I hate that. I don't. What if one person likes to talk a lot and the other person doesn't like to communicate at all? That's where separate bedrooms come in. You can say, I, I need a break. I need you to go in I'm my saying? room for an hour. There's a, there are those people out there where it's like, I just want to let you know what I'm feeling, blah, 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 blah. And the other one's like, oh, yeah. That yeah, sucks well, to be so, you. <laughs> a lot of those are like trauma dumpers. So people people are trauma dumpers. They love to dump their trauma on, on me. So I'm a trauma dumper. People yeah. think they can tell me anything. So think about it like this. If she has been working in the house all day and she's dealing with school stuff and she's dealing with somebody who's bullying your son and she's dealing with all of this and then you come home from work and you're like, listen to what this bitch Linda did in HR today. And like, <laughs> like you're yes. giving her... Like you're Funny giving her of name. all yeah. of your... You're giving her all of your work trauma. <laughs> like she doesn't care. Yeah. She doesn't care. Yeah. Like, I, like go, go bitch about your work stress to someone else because at the end of the day, the last thing she wants mm. is more stress. Yeah. On her. No, she doesn't. You're right. And the other thing that is super well, who's sexy. Who's the guy supposed to bring to talk to about it? Well, just you can li just no. wait until the girl is in, already the, in her time and place mode. Oh, okay. You can still tell the girl that, just, especially if she's your best friend. That's the hard part. Yeah. You trauma dump on your best friend because your best friend is your best friend, but so, if your best friend is also your spouse, girlfriend. Okay. Friend. Jimmy and I have always done a thing where if he, because he knows I don't want to hear about all of the work stuff, but if it's something big, it's something bothering him, I want to know. So he'll say, hey, are you like in this space to talk about something right now? And I'll be like, nope. And he'll be like, okay, and then do a, tell him about Linda and HR later, but don't just don't just come in the door dumping drama on her. But, and, but the guy... Because as soon as you just said that, it's like, hey, I've got because a guy has feelings. Too. I think I think. Thank you. Like, sure. I, can, I, can I can I just talk to you about this for a second? And you're yes. like, nope. And I'd be like. Oh, you're what a, a sucker. What a bitch. So, but there's I mean, a line. I mean? There's a line between him having like something he wants to talk about okay. and him just bitching about little things. There's a line. No, she absolutely should sit down and listen to you if you had a horrible day and you want to talk about something. But if you're just bitching for the sake of bitching about the copy machine being out of paper all the time and like, <laughs> like we don't hear it. women make so many decisions. Yeah. That's the other thing that's super sexy is when men can make their own decisions. Yeah, I agree. Because, I've learned that the hard way. Because at the end of the day, I've made so many decisions that if I go to the grocery store and the lady's like, do you want your milk in or out of a bag? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Just pick one. Like, I cannot yeah. make any more decisions And today. that is true. My husband will be, will be there and I'll be like, I don't know. And he'll be like, we don't want the bag or we want the bag. <sighs> and I don't know why I find that sexy, but if I can't figure out what I'm thinking for that moment because my brain is spaghetti yes. and he's just, boom, that's what Is it, it better is. to make a decision without that. asking and the woman is very like, oh, I don't, I don't like this place. Ooh. You mean like Depends. to dinner or something? Yeah, dinner. Oh, Dinner. then she needs to get over Movie. it. Movie. Yeah. Like okay. if she didn't like the place. I made yeah, the decision. We have to, we have to like <laughs> your movies and stuff too. And now I'm going to live with it and suffer the consequences. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just it's always <laughs> about consequences. So Aaron, who I don't think he likes <laughs> me very much. I can never tell, but whatever. Uh, he does say this. He goes, a man uh, to most guys pop a top and then he goes and he hits the couch. And I think what he's saying is that this when you see a guy on the couch that's when they're depressed they just want to sit and and it, and like yeah. if you if you're not giving them what they need they're just going to hit the couch and they're going to be uninvested oh. in the relationship and over the course of years yep. they're like I've got Fox News on or CNN I've got ESPN I got my beer that's a great point okay so I know so lots of couples who they, they, they don't have that, they don't right? have sex they, yeah oh no that's, yeah. a, that's a huge thing there are a lot of couples that don't have sex but this goes back to like if he wants to be a lazy slob on the couch he deserves that because he worked all day but it, it's hard for her when she's doing when she's actively like cleaning and doing stuff and he's just laying on the couch doing nothing yeah. if he had his own room yeah. 
he could go do that and shut the door and she wouldn't be angry every time she walks by him because she's doing stuff and he's not. You're right. He totally deserves to like lay down and watch TV. But it's like out of sight, out of mind. And then he comes out an hour later and he's like, hey, let's, you know. I don't think any human male who was a kid riding bikes, having fun, jumping things, going and doing whatever has graduates from that point to being in a relationship to a couch watching TV 24 hours a day when they're not working. I think that there needs to be a, it, it's a, to me, it's a team. To yeah. me, it needs to be a to team. Me, to and me, with the team, there's going to be yeah. ebbs and flows. And I've noticed this and maybe it's not true. Maybe it is. It has been for me. Sometimes it seems almost as if one side is pushing more than the other. Mm-hmm. And, and then another time, the other side who wasn't pushing as more is now pushing more, but then the person who was yeah. pushing isn't pushing as Communication. much. You got to get on the same page. You got to be willing to say, I'm, I'm not in the mind space to talk about this today. Like, I'm just not. Let's talk about it tomorrow. But what you said, Vic, because I know a lot of moms and we talk, there are lots of couples who do not have sex, who have been married for God knows how many years. And how are those relationships? I, I mean, I don't know. The ones I've known have not worked. No, they don't Exa- work. And they shouldn't work. Yeah. Cheating happens, swinging yep. happens, yep. or divorce happens. They just leave. They, yeah. It's so, yeah. So when is it, it's over. I, and and so, you, you have a fantastic story, but when, we've talked a lot about all this stuff, when is it when you cannot put the square peg hey, in the round hole? Joe, pro Joe, how long do we have before uh, the next show pops up in our, in our studio? Uh, well, I think we're supposed to start something at 1030. How, how much more time do we have? Because this is a it's 1007 right we got, now. We got time. You tell me. Do we have like two minutes? Yeah, I should be okay. I should be able to get right, everything done in you're, 15. You're, you're professional. I am. Um, slightly, rights, slightly rights coming up next with Wesley Smith. I, and by I, the way. I can't wait for that, by the way. But here, wrap it up here. When's it, when's it time to say that we tried, we couldn't get the square peg through the round hole and, and there's... When you both want it, when you both want out, when why, you both why, want why the same be, thing. Because they looked at each other and said it and said like, like, high five, let's do this shit. Okay. But um, I'm going to say something really unpopular. It's probably a bigger discussion, but whatever. I'm okay. speaking for a lot of women. Okay. If you are in a marriage where you have multiple kids and you're in that time in your life where things are crazy... You have to schedule sex. You have to. Mm. You have to. Now, when you're early in your relationship, no, you don't have to. When you're empty nesters, no, you don't have to. When you're on vacation, no, you don't have to. Mm. But she wants to know. I think it's. I think it's fun. I think it. It builds up the anticipation, and then you're sending like flirty texts all day, and then mm. she can, you know, because the thing is like some like we want to be clean, we want to be showered, we want to be. So if you guys like communicate and look at your week and go, hey. On Tuesday and Friday, I'm going to send you an Outlook invite and we're going to do it those nights. And then she knows that the rest of her week, if you come and hug her and hold her, that you're not going to like, you know, try and do her on the kitchen floor. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. During the year with all the kids are at home. Yeah, people say that scheduling sex is not sexy and I think they're wrong. I think it totally is because then it gives you time to get in that headspace and be sexy and get out lingerie or whatever you're going to do rather than, no, why? I'm so tired. I think Google should invent a calendar. It's like Goog sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for getting together with your your significant other. Yeah. Or something yeah, like a, a little text is like, do you want to have sex? Check yes or no. Yeah. yeah. That's a country song. That one go. that one blew my mind yeah. a little bit. That so one blew my mind. The two hills that I will die on is separate bedrooms and schedule sex. Hey, bef- go. before we get out of here, because it is our anniversary show, uh, Alex sent me some of our numbers and we are grateful for this. Uh, during the first year, total video views, two million. So we've got like 10 more million to catch up with. Um, 
Kelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got a long uh, way to go to catch up to Kelly. Uh, audience reach in this year, 4.3 million, which has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribers, 9,400. Engagements, 104,000. Viewer return rate, which is what we're most proud of, uh, 78%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a high margin. Yeah, so once you hear us. Um, that's why you got to share, share, share. Share it with a friend who hasn't mm-hmm. seen it because once they see it, it's not a normal Like, subscribe, show. share the show, please. 260 episodes. Uh 98,600 watch hours, 12 different platforms run, which has been fantastic. And our monthly subscribers growth, uh, 14.4%. We've had, let's see here, description, let's see, website visitors, uh, over 50,000. So thank you, guys. When is your party? When is your one-year party? Next. I'm trying to leave the house once in a while. Yes. Please come. It's my new thing. Next Thursday, 7 p.m., Wendy's. Is it the 7th? Yes, yes, the 7th at 7 p.m. Wendy's in the Chesterfield Valley. Uh, we've been asking people to let us know, to give us a head count. I think we have a link up somewhere for the party, and Alex put that together. But and next Thursday, we'd love people just to come out, say hi, take a picture. Okay. Are you seriously going to come by? I don't know. You'll be a draw. I don't know. I'm going to put it in the calendar. Just say she is, and people will show Kelly up. Kelly Manor will be there. I'm going to put it in the calendar, and I'm going to try to come. Um, and Vic's got some bougie boys that he hangs with. <laughs> yeah, bougie boy. No, I, I don't, don't need any bougie. I need Not a man with a he... dad bod and a beard and a truck. And I told you. <laughs> You said it. You said he's, it. He's my he's my base tech. You'll love him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome. I, so, His name's Blowjob. Oh God. So I, I think I, I'll say there's a ninety percent chance I'm going to go to Wendy's. Okay, so then we're saying she's coming. Ninety is high. Yeah. Yes, Eric. Uh, Eric? I'm at seventy. Okay, I was gonna say, what's your percentage, Eric? Yeah, it's my new thing. I'm making myself leave the house like twice a month voluntarily, Um, so that can be one of my my things. Kelly, you're awesome. Thank you for coming in today. What a fun, great, energetic segment that hopefully helps a lot of people as well. Yeah. All right, and thank you everybody for a year, a year of shows. Uh, Been great year. Yeah, we we look forward to more coming up here. Uh, Wesley Smith is coming up right next, or he'll be here in about 15 minutes, slightly right. So for Wesley, who jumped on the show with us for a little bit, Pro Joe. Kelly Mano, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks, Vic Faust. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Have an awesome Friday. Welcome to December. Uh, We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great day. All right.